Welcome to the Rebellion. This week we're talking and dropping the official Reckless Rebellion Star Wars movie ranking. Ranking, ranking, ranking. After the jump. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Kenobi! Rebellions are built on hope. You are part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. Never tell me the odds. Well done. You're a rebel now. Hello there, Rebels. Welcome to Reckless Rebellion, a podcast about all things happening in the galaxy far, far away. I'm your host, electrifying, force-sensitive, that tells the line of balance, Thomas Carter Rochester, and with me are the greatest minds the Rebellion will ever be able to offer. That's a lie. Half-native and pod-racing enthusiast, Professor Chaos, the Kleinfeld. Okay, so I've never felt more inadequate than I did today. I'm at the gym. I look over, I'm stretching, and there's a 91-year-old woman. I asked her, and she's doing the splits. I just wow. got up and walked away. I know, wow. I know. I was I was impressed and defeated, and I mean, when I'm 91, I would also like to be that bendy, I guess, but I'm not now, so I, I don't think, I don't, I think my, I think things are looking pretty bleak for me, but how's everybody doing? I'm happy to be here. Yes, don't don't worry, Klein. I can lift you up with some hope, and it's yoga. Yoga makes you very stretchy. Scarif native and Anakin's favorite youngling, baby tap tap pews. I almost pulled a hammy trying to do a kick during tap class the other day, so that's kind of my uh, physical uh, routine at the moment. But uh, that's why I don't go to the gym, Klein. So I guess we both have bleak futures at the moment. <laughs> And let's get a uh, stretchy update report from hater of animation and master of sticky fingers, Coach David Thompson. Man, today's been a pretty good day. And I'll be honest, things have been kind of going my way today. It's been a good day. But the rebellion, this is what I've been waiting for. Diving into these non-animated movies and just going for it. You know, what really matters, the films, ladies and gentlemen, the Star Wars films let's go someone links to the last episode to talk about my thoughts on the future of star wars films but (laughs) 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 what we got so far anyway what a segue Uh, we're recording on march 23rd 2022 and coming up on today's show in our supreme leading flagship topic we cover the latest uh that was dumb (laughs) That was dumb, real dumb. We are recording on March 23rd, 2022, and coming up on today's show will be the official Reckless Rebellion Star Wars movie ranking in our supreme leading topic. And then we will cover the latest in galaxy news in the Rebel Report. But before all that, let's check in with the smartest 75% of this podcast, fellas. How are you faring in your part of the galaxy? We know David's doing absolutely excellent. Klein, I'm sorry that that the, the old lady outstretched you. That's okay. I have a skin joke, but I'll leave it alone. Jack, how how you doing over there in Scarif? Is it still going? Have you been taken out by the moon yet? Not quite yet, but I'm awaiting the day, Thomas. Um, it's been great. Yeah, we're getting scarf weather. Uh, I played golf uh, again yesterday. Played like shit, but that's okay. We, you know, that's what golf's about. We'll get back out there and try again, try again, try again, and still suck. Um, 
yeah, yeah. At this point, I'm just kind of watching March Madness, waiting for the Masters, and you know, and Kenobi. You know, um, got a little bit longer for that. Sure. Uh, oh yeah, Moon Knight's coming out soon. Yeah, uh, I'm excited for that. Um, Marvel's gonna be back in town. Uh, but yeah, I'm doing good. I'm just kind of here. I'm just kind of chilling. I got a Yingling. We're we're just having a good time, guys. We're vibing. <laughs> so March 30th is when the moon takes out Scarif. Got it. It'll be at night. Cool. Ah, yes. I'll be ready. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, we'd want to be Atlantis. We want to be some kind of Aquaman or something. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, <laughs> we are going to dive right into this because baby, excuse me, Mr. Jack Pews has put oh, he's in grown host- up, has he? He's grown up before <laughs> wow. our very eyes between the intro to now. It's amazing. That can go a pretty dark route. Klein knows. <laughs> uh, Stick around to catch to, yeah, that joke, ladies and gentlemen. Tune in for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Keep listening. Wow. You never know that's going to pop up. Yeah, wow. Uh, time is so relative, but baby Jack Jack Pews, wrong. Mr. Jack Jack Pews is here and he's put the, he's done the math. He's a numbers guy. We all like numbers here, I think, except David. He's done some math and we're going to hop right into our official. Reckless Rebellion Star Wars movie ranking. It's time for our Supreme Leading Flagship Topic. <laughs> Mr. Hughes, take it away. Man, what an intro. I, I got my degree framed today, so I guess, yes, I am a man nice. now. Uh, we, we've I don't know where mine we've is. It. Uh, we're... <laughs> If you actually asked me is. to find it, I would not be able to tell you where it is. Do people Klein need you don't once you get it, you it? don't need it, right? Like uh, no, I've never been asked for it. It's true. There's no it's true. I've thought about it. There's a like they look for your transcripts, but not the actual Do diploma. They? Who? Who who looks for your transcripts? <laughs> Employers? I've never had line. an employer ask. Like I like I don't know how you guys do it down in America, but up here in Canada, I'm convinced that I could like walk into a like a hospital, hand in a resume, say I'm a doctor, yeah. I've gotten all this stuff, and if I'm friendly enough, like they would interview me and give me the job. Like I've I've happen. never been asked for a certification for anything any job yeah. that I've done. Interesting. Okay, Jack. You've done some work, right? You've crunched some numbers. You've done you've done looking. Basically, do you want to explain what you asked us to do? Or because like this isn't just a movie I mean, ranking. We don't yeah, know I'll where this a, is going. Oh man, okay. do we ever not know where this is going, man? I'm afraid. I mean, like, like I'm genuinely like, afraid. I may have over exaggerated my abilities here. I, I got a degree, but what's that worth, really? I mean, come on, I only spent four years trying to get it. Um so basically what we did was I had each uh, member here of the rebellion text me their rankings individually privately so they were not uh, available to each other because I want this to be as much of a surprise as it can be um, and what I did was I just took the average of those four numbers so let's just hypothetical example let's just say Rogue One Thomas has it ranked at four Klein has it at five David has it at ten I have it at two the average I don't have it at ten for the record <laughs> that's what hypothetical means but sure <laughs> just don't want my name linked with rogue one at 10 wow david there. hates rogue one Gee, oh, hates animation that's, hates that's star learned. wars i bet he hates the mandalorian this is has david insight. even seen star wars <laughs> jack please continue <laughs> 
Oh man. Okay. So yeah, average those out, average those numbers out, including David's uh, rogue one placement of 10. That, that is 10? official. Wow. Um, Sticking. And you, you would get, you would get 5.25 as the average score. And then you just rank those scores from uh, in this case, lowest to highest. If you're going like from top to bottom and that, that's how we get our ranking. And then I did some other analysis, um, which I, we'll get into once we have the official Ooh. Reckless Rebellion ranking all out there to the world for them to hear. Um, but yeah, and what we're going to do here is we're just going to start at the very bottom with number 11. We're not including the Clone Wars movie as David so um, inappropriately mentioned at the top. Uh, no disrespect to that movie. We just it, it's basically a bunch of Clone Wars episodes. The, movie the first Star Wars David movie I ever saw in like theaters. Mm. Clone Wars movie. Same Klein. What an amazing experience. I said shit for the first time that day. I actually remember that. Because um, I said shit. This <laughs> did, you is get, did you, um, did you shit. get in trouble? So, yeah, we're going to start with. <laughs> I said it under my breath. My dad didn't hear me. Oh, okay. okay. Um, you said shit with, under uh, your breath for the first no. time that day. <laughs> I was what like nine gentleman. years old. If I was nine years old when I saw that movie, I'm trying to think. Jack must have been like like eight. six or seven. So you left that movie and just I you were just like shit. Like <laughs> yeah, oh like God. a mental wow. note was taken. Clone Wars movie and shit. I, <laughs> listen, forever, forever ingrained. <laughs> Listen, I had heard the word in a movie recently, and I was watching that movie. Oh, that's and a good I don't one. Know, I actually don't know why I said it. I don't know why I said it. But it I makes did, it even better that you probably didn't shit. know what the word shit meant. <laughs> you just had heard it. You were like, didn't. yeah, these two things. The shot in the dark. God, yeah. Funny shit, enough, right? I, had, I had said fuck multiple times before that. Shit was <laughs> uh, an afterthought. That came, that came out after. <laughs> Potty mouth for Jack. That's basically what we're learning. Okay, Jack. Sorry, we keep we keep pulling you off the road. Take the wheel. Sorry, I'm. I, if you hear any weird pauses for me, it's because I'm probably lagging because my Wi-Fi shit. So we're gonna start with number eleven, and what we're gonna do is it's we're gonna announce thing. what it is. And we'll- the thing. <laughs> you guys we are on one. We are on one. And then one apologizing today. and then doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay for real okay, for real okay, take okay, the okay. wheel man like carrie underwood said <laughs> jack Pugh, for, take for the wheel for realsies <laughs> yes that's exactly what she said and i was there for her when she most needed me um we're gonna start with number 11 and i'm gonna announce what it is we'll have a reaction we'll all talk about where we have that movie on our rankings on our list and we'll just keep going we'll go to 10 then to 9 and 8 the same sort of process and we'll get into some of the other stuff after we have this whole uh official aggregate reckless rebellion ranking uh, out there for you guys to hear so so what you're boys, saying is like this is the official ranking this is it this is the like you oh, are the, god this giving is the official Judas, or not who do you give the tablets to one of you probably, <laughs> one of you probably went to church uh steve Did the you pirate say god gave the rankings to Judas. Yeah. <laughs> the man who betrayed Jesus. <laughs> wow. Hi. I never went to Sunday. I didn't go to Sunday school. But you know what uh, I mean? Jack, you were giving Moses, us the, you were giving Moses the tablets, the commandments. There we go. This is set in stone once this is done. There you go. Can never be changed again. Uh for never. now until 
Oh, well, 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 to be fair, Moses did strike them down and destroy them and God had to remake them. So I guess these could technically be redone, uh, given a certain project to come out afterward. Uh, Maybe like Obi-Wan Kenobi and we'll maybe include TV shows in here. Who knows? Uh, Uh, Well, if it was a movie, we could. (laughs) Against David, Tommy says, our revenge against David for his uh, very much disrespect for the TV shows. Whatever. Um, boys, do you want to start? Should I just go here? Number 11? Number 11. All right, let's do it. Number 11 coming in at the very bottom of this ranking is the one and only Attack of the Clones. Oh, thank God. I'm there not there thank God, guys. There what? How? I thank cannot God. believe someone else <laughs> also had the same movie at the same ranking as me. So did we all have it at 11? Yeah. This is the only movie that we all had the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is not surprising. The only good 11. thing this movie ever gave us was Across the Stars, and that's it. Yeah. Yes. Well, I will say John the only thing. We also miss. got a lot of great Kenobi's Kenobi stuff good. In yeah. This. Follow mm-hmm. Kenobi, and you'll never hate the prequels. I like the fight with, um, I like the fight at the end when Anakin's holding two lightsabers. That's pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. The, also, the Geonosis sequences. Uh, Amazing, but there's so much in the middle that is just <coughs> bad. Yeah, we get P- Natalie. Well, Natalie Portman uh, in the movie. We also is see also Yoda fantastic. in this movie, by the way. Yeah, for Yoda fighting with the lightsaber. Yeah, that was yes, awesome. she is. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't and, know. Uh, pausing the electricity with the force. Yeah, pausing. that's cool. But then we get just like sand dope. and yeah and. Hayden Christensen's <laughs> acting. And, the cl- the uh, classic sand line. So and just like we so get a much very, CGI. very, very, very pretty Natalie Portman in this movie. Yeah, that's what that. I'm saying. This yeah. is peak Natalie crush. Portman, in my opinion. She is like, she is just balls to the wall, owning everybody in every scene. Padme, this is peak Padme. This is peak Padme for me. This this brings up, I, I agree with you, um, Thomas. I also want, this brings up, just my kind of semi-hatred for Count Dooku as a character and the direction that these movies went. It's like, oh, God, we kill off Maul. Like, let's backtrack before we get into all of the animation and the, you know, the Clone Wars. Like, when Maul was actually just dead at this point, it's like, now we have Count Dooku coming in here. Like, come on. Like, just keep Maul alive. I, I will stay on this for the, till the day I die. They should have just kept Maul alive, and Anakin should have killed Maul yeah. Not Dooku in Revenge yep. of the Sith. It would have been Absolutely. a better story. And this is where it starts. And it's like, oh, what are we doing? I will say, I remember I used to, fr- like, another kind of, like, childhood memory, kind of like Jack uh, had earlier. I remember watching this movie as a kid and being so freaked out. The most memorable part to me was in the beginning scene. And do you remember when um, they were chasing down some person or like mm-hmm. alien oh the 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 bounty hunter that tried to kill the bounty hu- yeah the yes yeah. the bounty hunter yeah right she got she they the tried to kill frog Kev. face and that was it the weird frog face when like something happens and like the life they get sucked it out gets, of like her exposed face. to the air yeah and, yeah. and it like that used to, that freaked me out that's like that's kind of a decent chase sequence i kind of enjoy that opening scene isn't that the opening it is, it is. Yeah, because right before this, we get the weirdest elevator scene between Anakin and Obi Wan. Yeah, where he's like, "I haven't. Will she recognize me? I've been in love with her since. Oh, she hasn't seen me in years." That was supposed to work. And then she was little Annie. Yeah. Yeah. 
This is yeah. also the movie we get. I killed them all. The women and children Oof. too. Well, I, I like them like animals. Yeah, I like the plot of that's the thing of the prequels that we might talk about today. Like, I like the plot of it when we talk about it a little bit how he goes and like kills all the Tuscans and shit. And it's like, yeah, like it's like this is kind of dark. You see those moments, and it makes sense. Like they killed his mom, but then the actual execution—that's really the issue. Poor choice of words, David. Execution. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Tough. The women and children. Like <laughs> animals. The writing, hey, God. You. Why yeah. is it the writing? Women <laughs> and children too. Don't you have to say that, man? You have to say that. It's okay. We get it. It's really bad. It's dark. I saw you do it. I, I, saw, I was there. Yeah. You're not Vader. We get it, man. We get it. We get it. I was George. There. George. We know he's gonna be Vader. We get it. <laughs> anyway, Jack. Best part about that scene though is Padme saying, basically yeah, saying, "I love shit. you." Right after he says oh, all no. that, she, dude, she wants that lightsaber. If you know what I mean. Anyway, <laughs> number ten. Wow. <laughs> wow. So for number ten, we have a movie which has divided the rebellion a little bit. Damn. Okay. Solo. Klein. That was my number ten. All the way down at number ten, Klein is so excited. This is the greatest moment of his life. <laughs> so. Okay, let's dive into this yeah, a little yeah. bit. So, so Tom, Thomas <laughs> had it at number nine. Klein had it at number 10. David had it at eight. And then I had it at nine. Okay. So this ranks in at 10 for us. Interesting. Yeah. And the average score, the aggregate score was nine. But according to the rankings, that is the 10, 10th worst right. score of the aggregate Got scores. it. Okay. Okay. I'm not sure we can comment much. I, I kind of want to see. I don't want to reveal my hand so much and maybe get some more movies to kind of see this fleshed out right. a little bit i'm not i understand where i would say the general populace maybe would have solo at 10 i personally as uh, you just said i have at number eight i don't think it should be that low mm -hmm. i think maybe the surrounding um i guess talk around solo i think almost help like makes it seem like a worse movie than it really is because I really do think it's a good time. It's a good Star Wars story, what it's supposed to be. Um, but that's just my two cents. I'm not super upset by it, but I kind of wish it was at least like a nine, maybe. Yeah, for sure. It's one of those where when I when I ranked it at nine, I was like, oh man, that's that's lower than I thought it would be. But it's just kind of right. where it ends up. Because like you said, David, it's mm -hmm. a good time for me. Um, I, I really do enjoy it. Like I, It's one of those I just sit down and have a good time. I don't expect much else from it. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm OK with it. I attack, would I like to say with all 11 of these movies, I enjoy all of them. Yeah, yeah. I, do too. I just yeah. enjoy some of them less. There are tears for me. There are tears of like, mm. OK, this is fun if it's on. I think that my solo and episode two are kind of the lowest of the I mm. won't rewatch those. Hmm as often as some of the other ones. But this is kind of where it breaks for me. And then there's another chunk of movies which are more like I've. I'm they're not gen, they're not good movies but there are more moments in them that I enjoy yeah uh, and then yep. like there's the top tier which yeah. are I think genuinely like bonafide amazing masterpieces yeah right yeah. same yeah I gotta say my bottom three is that exact same <clears throat> um because yeah I, I throw them on and I can have fun but I I want to watch those moments that I love and the rest of them I will do work through Right. Kind of thing. Um, I do love Solo. I, I had it at nine. Um, it was at 10. And then I had to do some some emotional self-analysis here. 
and I feel better <laughs> about my choices. Um, because my bottom three is is like definitely clear, and my top five is definitely clear, but within the middle three and bottom three, they'll just switch places inside of themselves. Okay, Jack. I yeah. Intrigue. So we know who. We I know who nine. mine 10 is. We don't know what your guys' 10 is, which is nope. very interesting. So Correct. I think it's different Jack, too. Yeah, number nine. So, Reckless Rebellions, number nine Star Wars live action film is The Phantom Menace. Uh, I'll quickly. Okay. My, my list is, my list is just wash it. at this point. You're going, you're uh, chalk? Klein, yeah. Klein, well, we will touch on uh, that. A little bit later tonight uh, because I have some comments about how your list compares to this uh, aggregate list. Um, but real quick, is it just uh, Klein's fucking the- list? I have no Thomas had the Phantom God. Menace at number six, which is definitely the highest up anyone has the Phantom Menace. Uh, Klein has God it at number right. nine, as he said. David and I both have it at number 10. Yeah. And what's funny, so Klein, you mentioned your tiers. I actually, my lowest tier, it stands alone, episode two. That's significant. That that to me is like, that's just the lowest. That's That movie, it's not always fun to watch. Almost every single other Star Wars movie, I can have fun practically the entire time. Like, that's the one where I'm like, oh, God. Mm. Like, it's it feels long. It's the only Star Wars movie to me that really genuinely feels long in a bad way. Um, oh. Episode one, like, it's at number 10 for me. I enjoy episode one a good bit, even though it's at number 10. I think this movie is a lot of fun. Um, it, I think just I Maul and Qui-Gon are great characters <laughs> and we barely get Maul. I absolutely love Qui-Gon. He's one of my favorite Star Wars characters. And that's what really elevates this for me. It's at number 10. But hey, I like Star Wars a lot and I like a lot of these movies um, even more. So that's why I had it at number 10. I see it's at nine here. Um had Solo a little bit higher, personally, for me. Still don't know what my number nine is, though. Number nine is coming in hot for me. Don't know that one yet. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, since I'm obviously the uh, TPM lover here. Yeah, I was, you're way you up know, there. This right. is my way first movie I watched in Very the high. theater for Star Wars. So this movie is the start of my genuine obsession with Star Wars. So I watched the original trilogy at you know seven years old, eight years old, maybe. You know, leading in because I'd heard about it. My dad's like, you got to watch him. But, you know, this was made for me. So, like, everyone's hyped for Kenobi. And I was listening to Fat Man Beyond. He's talking like, you know, I was like, I didn't care about the Kenobi show. Cause I'm like, yeah, I like the prequels. But, like, they weren't made for me. I enjoy them because I love Star Wars. And I'm like, that's how I feel about the sequels. But the prequels were made for me. And this movie, I could argue, to definitely deserves the number 10 spot. I could argue that very easily but the love i have for it in my heart i watch it i hear i hear certain sound effects and i'm like oh i remember the first time i heard that for the very first time and people were like whoa that was a new sound effect and i'm just like yeah it was for me um absolutely love this film maul is great qui-gon is great i can't wait to see what they do next in their afterlife um and it's the it's it's really the beginning of the end for george lucas Wow, shit. That's a good way of putting it. Interesting. Very, got very real comment, very quick. Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good writer. Uh, Cl- 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 do you have any thoughts on this? I mean, 
the only reason I had it here is if Solo didn't exist, it would be just right above episode two. But uh, for me, it I enjoy more moments than this. I enjoy more elements of this movie. Duel of the Fates, podcasting, mm. or not podcasting, po- pod racing, <laughs> mall, Qui-Gon. Even Ewan in this immediately is like, he is immediately electric on screen. Um, and yeah, I just, I think that even the, the Naboo stuff I really like in this movie um, with this with the swap out of Amidala and that kind of thing and Jar Jar Binks brings this down for me I will yeah, say yeah it's yeah tough. but there are some moments like with Jar Jar that I don't hate like the Gungan City I think is really cool it is cool um it's a it's a cool it's a place that I had never seen before on in a movie I'm like I've never seen something that looks like this so natural yet so sci-fi at the same time I thought it was really 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 neat um, <laughs> exactly just like that so natural yeah well no but you know what no, I, mean? I know like, I knew, I know like you mean. I'm the just natural kidding. world yes um, no I agree I agree but I, I don't know. I like I like episode one. I remember seeing this in theaters in the 3D re-release. And after yes. that, before that, mm. for me, it was like this movie was absolute garbage. But I can remember after watching that in theaters, I was like, maybe this movie's better than I think it is. And there are some apologists to this movie. Like there is a weird sect of Star Wars fans that absolutely adore this movie. But yeah, I'm not one of them. I just I like it. Yeah. All right. It, it's yeah. Really quick. I'm one of those people. It is important to note. This is my number six. This is yeah. right below my elite. That's tier. high up there, man. It's, it's very crazy. high. Right? And I'm not saying it's that great of a film. That's just. It's so much fun to me. Uh, yeah. Jack. Jack. Right. I'm ready. These are to our personal rankings. Yeah. Yeah. My All right. Mind. So coming in at number eight for the Reckless Rebellion official Star Wars film rankings is the most recent Star Wars film, The Rise of Skywalker. Wow. I'm I'm amazed. I'm amazed. My my list is is chalk. Like <laughs> this is my list. Uh, take it easy there, Klein. We'll we'll get to some of the other ones later. Um real quick where everyone had this one. Um Thomas had this at number 10 both Klein yep. and me, Klein and I, I know English, both have it at number eight, as Klein eloquently stated. And David, David Thompson coming in hot. Number one. Skywalker in at number <laughs> number six. Okay. It's my it's my Phantom Menace. Let's put it that way. That's fair, exactly, dude. That's yeah. understandable. <laughs> Should I defend the Rise of Skywalker now? Do we have an? Let hour? me let me shit on it first. <laughs> so this movie, right? <laughs> Here's my biggest. So you have it at ten, Thomas. I do have it at ten. I have it. It's only above episode two. Yeah. Because there's a good story, and all of the actors fucking kill it. It is beautiful. It is cinematic. But goddamn, dude, everyone is like fake. That first off, I would have been pissed if they killed Chewie. So I was very happy, still very happy that he's not dead. Everybody else, let them die. I cried let the when the past happened, die. Though. Kill yeah, it if you crazy. have to, JJ. That's when I my, thought that's when I thought complaint. when I thought Chewie was dead, that for me was like, man, this is this is our end game. This is the Star Wars fan end game. No one is safe. And then he was back. <laughs> I almost walked out of the theater when they killed Chewie. I was like, uh oh. I'm in trouble. 
They killed my guy. I'm in trouble. <laughs> I'm gonna say this, and, and I, I know that Jack and Thomas both feel very similarly about this movie. Like you're both similarly negative um, towards this movie. I'm gonna be honest. Like every movie from now on, including this, like I genuinely enjoy. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't. Okay, it's gonna sound crazy. I don't see the criticisms for Rise of Skywalker. Like okay. I personally watching it, I think it oh. is a fun time. I like these characters. I like where they take them. I like that they bring the band kind of back together with these yes. three characters that were yes. split up in Last Jedi. Um, and I, there are moments in it where I did feel like coming into it, a lot of people thought, and they joked, "This is the end game. This is Star Wars end game, basically." Right. And there are moments where it did feel like that. Like mm. the the end for you me. Did. I know a lot of people don't like the solo and the or the um, Ben solo and the uh, Ray stuff at the end, but like all of that on Exegol, I love. I love the the dyad mm-hmm. stuff they do. I love the Ray connecting with all the Jedi. I even love the Ray Skywalker thing. I love her going to Tatooine. I think yes. a lot of people shit on that, and I personally really really dig it. So I love a lot about this movie. I just love more about everything else coming after it. I can't believe I wasn't the one to defend this movie. Because <laughs> well, uh, I, I know I agree, but I agree with you, Klein. And I'm in the same. I'm in a similar boat where, from here on out, I do enjoy all these movies, and especially like certain aspects of all these movies. I think really excel. My biggest compliments I can give to the Rise of Skywalker since the first day I saw it. I think it's a fun time. I genuinely think this movie is truly like filmmaking fun like it goes 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 we start with kylo going to exegol and trying to you know and going to get and using his like gps thing it just starts off we're just moving from the start and i i love that about it it's not a slow burn at all we just go 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 we get the band back together we're going to talk about this more when we get to another sequel trilogy movie but Mm. the ray kylo slash ben solo diet of the force stuff is my favorite thing all of not star wars but all the sequel trilogy like i connected with that so much in episode eight and to me in episode nine it went a step further that fight scene when they're fighting in two different areas and we're getting debris from oh the different areas that's yeah the, the passing of the lightsaber I've ever seen the passing lightsaber is godly it's so like there's gen mm. i mean there, there's i get chills thinking about the movie sometimes and i Look, I have it at number six. I'm not even that aggressive with it. I understand the Palpatine coming back element and how it almost became too over the top at the end brings mm-hmm. it like that's what kind of brings it down for me from even being higher. And then I think I look, we're going to get there. Well, we'll save it with how it relates to The Last Jedi is a really <laughs> big element to this movie. It is how it relates to last jedi i think is why thomas has it so low on his list i'm not speaking for thomas but he's shaking his head yes or at least possibly an element to it and it's true (laughs) because the sequel trilogy was a mess from creatively and production wise and not knowing where it was going and not having a plan and going from this director to that one it it affected how how we you know, took in the movies, but I genuinely think Rise of Skywalker is a really fun time, and it's my sixth favorite Star Wars movie. And spoiler, it's my favorite sequel trilogy, movie, which I've already said in this podcast. Wow! Before. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. 
Wow. We'll find this out later, but like, I don't know. I'm one of the rare people that I love all three of the sequel movies almost equally. And I, hmm. I, it feels like it, a lot of people are up and down. I'm fairly consistent in my love for all three of them. Um, I don't know why. I don't know if maybe I'm just like overlooking a lot of dumb little things that a lot of people don't like. Yeah. Um, while we're here on on uh, Rise of Skywalker, I can't let this not get mentioned. But the Ray Kylo fight on the Death Star, I think, is yes. so cool. Yes. I think the I think the Kylo Solo the Ghost Han Solo Han. thing mm-hmm. I think is so cool. Like Leia. there are moments in this that Ray healing that thing because we had just seen that kind of healing for the first time a couple weeks earlier if i remember with baby yoda days before yeah days before yeah that was really cool i remember that connection that was awesome yeah Yeah. apparently only a dyad force i just i i think of these and yes there are lulls in the movie but i think (laughs) babu frick like I think of these the C3PO sacrifice sacrificing himself going means I'm nothing. with my friends or whatever. It means nothing to you? Wow. Poe's Not a lot when he's brought right back right before that moment. He's now he's yeah. lost like he's literally oh he's done the hero thing. Now we're gonna take him back to being a loser. Like just felt it's the it's the deaths thing. My issue is plot. The little wheel droid anything. Oh yeah, Dio? Love it. Dio. Dio's Sad. good. Sad. Um, my issue is definitely plot and pacing. It starts off hot, and I'm like, let's go. And then it's clunky, but it peaks at the fight that Klein was just talking about. That is from then on. That I, is like, I, I adore it. By the way, Luke Skywalker Force Ghost scene, excellent. Great, in my opinion. Oh, the reason I hate it. The reason I, the really? reason I say, whoa, what the fuck, Jack? You hate fun. Mm-hmm. What? The, hold on, hold on, Jack. We're gonna. Die. The reason I say it peaks there is because then it never goes higher. It peaks and then plateaus. I don't think it goes down until Palpatine gets cartoony. Jack, explain what you just said, please, to the world. Uh, I think, number one, it's clearly a reshoot, and it bothers me because uh, Mark Hamill's clearly wearing a wig, and I don't think his acting... he His performance in The Last Jedi is my favorite Luke Skywalker performance of his. Uh, it's very mm. close between that and Return of the Jedi, but say what you want about uh, Last Jedi Luke or how the character's written. Mark Hamill gave it his all, like 110%, and just blew it out of the water. Um, and I just didn't, I don't know. There was something that was a little strange about his performance to me. I don't know. It, it, I think it's just cause it felt like a reshoot. Um, and, and they re they touched up some things, but also it just kind of felt forced, I guess. Like it was just kind of all like, it, it all just kind of happened at once. I like the message behind it. I like what he tells Ray. And there are people out there who say that scene doesn't line up with the last Jedi, like him saying, uh, a Jedi's lightsaber deserves more respects and um, I was wrong to come on this island. Like that's character growth. So like, I didn't mind that. It's just the scene itself. Watching we see it, that then, at the end of the last Jedi, like he, exactly. his arc in the last Jedi, he goes from here and ends up over here. And, exactly, and when we pick right. up with him in rise of Skywalker, like he's in that place. There's, there's subtext at the end of last Jedi where it's like, Hey, he is, he's kind of figured some shit out. Well, he's, yeah, after he's no yeah, one's ever he really gone. With, after he sits with Yoda in The Last Jedi, a switch is flipped and he lights the tree on mm-hmm. fire. And like that's, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think for me also, I did. I don't like the Yoda bit where he does the exact same thing as Yoda right. pulling the X-wing out of the water and they play I love the exact that. same music. Oh, but it, it just, I, I, it's a, <laughs> it's a callback. It's a fan service. It is. You remember? 
Yeah. Like, it, like, I, it, like I don't have a problem with fan service if it's done well. I just, it, to me, it was empty. It's like, it just felt like fan service for fan service sake, which. See, I'm a sucker JJ for that kind of stuff. Lot. You show me, you show me shiny thing and I'm like, I don't care. Like I forget everything else. I'm I just like, it. yep. Okay, cool. Well, he it, did the that, thing that they did. That's where I'm at, Klein. I have in the, the moment. I, yeah. In the moment, I don't mind it. It's just thinking about it a little bit more. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I think my problem with the, uh, with, uh, the Rise of Skywalker, and it's similar to The Force Awakens. There's a lot of stuff in there that I adore. It's just, it's just a lot of it seems unimaginative. Like I, it, a lot of it felt lame to me. Like what they, how they brought Palpatine back, or how they handled it. I should maybe say, um, the ending of how Ray defeats Palpatine. It just, I don't know. It felt lame. But there's great parts. The dyad to me being just phenomenal. What I would a great love, concept and, and I ben think Solo. it'll happen inevitably. Inevitably, but I will. Like, I can't wait to do single episode reviews on this show of each yes. movie. Like, I would love to go back and, like, really look with a critical yes. eye. Because me right now, every time I, I watch Rise of Skywalker, it's just like, I feel electric the whole time. Interesting. We'll but, do it. But it's my I, number I, I eight, I guess. Yeah. It, I was I say you Klein, haven't, Klein, you have a number eight. I have it at number eight. And we have different thoughts on it, like kind of wildly <laughs> different thoughts. So that's that's pretty funny. That is, that is <laughs> um, yeah, I like that, though. That's cool. Oh, that's beautiful. Balanced. It is cool. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the fun of rankings to me. That's why I like doing this stuff. Um, I'm the, I'm a rankings guy. It's just it, uh, it's just it's fun. Uh, moving on. Moving on here to number seven on our Reckless Rebellion official Star Wars rankings is kind of surprising to me, The Force Awakens. Mm, that's right where I have it. Um, saying where everyone has it real quick, um, it's at, we all kind of have it in the same spot. Uh, Thomas, David, and me all have it at number seven. Klein has it at number six. So it's all relatively in the same area. Yeah. I mean, Movie I'll be honest, this is kind of a middle-of-the-road star wars movie uh, i would say like it's it's mm-hmm. a very safe star wars movie especially compared to like what we get in the last yeah. jedi and even what then the, that moves into um with the rise of skywalker it brought star wars back i enjoy the force awakens um i there's elements of it that i love like i i enjoy the new characters han chewie leia are all great I, this is the best finn we get in my opinion his origins I think are amazingly told. Um, love Kylo. I love Kylo in all the movies, um, but his introduction is great. That final fight where we got to get introduced to Ray's power, uh, that I think is phenomenal. Um, I don't really have anything quite negative to say about The Rise of, or not The Rise of, but The Force Awakens. Besides, I would say just maybe a lack of the X factor, if you will. I don't know. It's kind of just like it is. And a lot of people do admit or will like say it's kind of a by the books remake of A New Hope. And in some ways, I don't love that how people jump to that so quickly because in a lot of ways it's not. But in some ways, it obviously kind of is. I like The Rise of Skywalker. That's why I have it right you here. You mean Force Awakens. Oh, sorry. Force Awakens. <laughs> I'm sorry. He just got it's it on the mind. <laughs> He's got a, it's, I just got that sweet, sweet Rise of Skywalker on the mind, you know. Um, no, Force Awakens, seven to me, makes sense. Just like most of us think so this for me is the star wars movie and a lot of people i guess like have it in the middle of the rankings i mean i have it at six so not much higher than you guys but this is the star wars movie that we needed like this is this is what they had to do 
and I'm glad that they did it. And the, I do get the remake aspects, but I like the twists that they throw in it. It's a remake, but it's different. It's a remake, but there's still things in it that I've never seen before. It's a remake, but we're following a hero. Oh, wait, that's not the hero you think it is. Um, as you said, that final battle when the light star saber starts shaking and at the time you have no idea that it's Ray who's going to pick it up. Like mm. it brings tears to my eyes every time the Maz castle lightsaber stuff, I think is like 10 out of 10, like chef's kiss. The, like she's taken the first steps. Um, yes. That whole montage I think is incredible. We get fantastic music in this with the Ray's theme introduction. We get introduced to BB-8. We get introduced to all these amazing characters. We get reintroduced to these characters that we love and haven't seen in a very long time. I can remember sitting there in the theater for the first time. It starts and I hadn't thought of this the whole time leading up to the movie. I thought, what if it's not good? And then within the first few moments, I'm already crying at the Lucasfilm logo, but within the first few moments, we get Kylo freezing the bullet in the air freezing freezing that laser shot in the air and so good. you could like the air disappeared from the theater because every star wars fan in there was like i have never seen that before and mm -hmm. that was the moment where i'm like okay like they they get it like we're getting bits we're getting these little crumbs at that point we had just been introduced to oscar isaac as as poe um but like i just i i love this movie and as we get further up my list I love each one more and more and more, but I adore this movie and I think it is so special. I think these characters are so special. Uh, I think this is the best from almost all of these characters. Uh, I don't know. I just really like the way they introduce them all Finn for sure. Um, and then that the Luke reveal at the end, like that, that leaving that as that last taste in your mouth. Yes. The helicopter shot is a little weird for a star Wars film of this like circling camera around them. It's a shot that doesn't really usually exist in star Wars. I but, dug it. Um, I like yeah, that me shot. Too. It's epic as hell, but it's like, <laughs> yeah. it does Music look a little too. out there, but like, I just, that it, this movie, the whole Jakku stuff, like, yeah, this was, it's, this yeah. was, a, this was, this is a pretty special movie. To what, me. One other um, thing that makes the, the thing I might that I think might be the best part of the movie, the opening crawl. That might be the best opening crawl of any Star Wars movie. Contrast that to Rise of or yeah, to Rise Ooh. of Skywalker, right? The first line of this is Luke Skywalker is missing. Missing. Or no. Great line. Luke has Skywalker vanished. has disappeared, has, has vanished. vanished. Yeah. That's what I think it is. But it's yeah. just like it's Immediate, we hadn't seen him in any of the lead up, but we had all assumed, you know what? He's going to be there. Everyone else is there. They're just not showing him yet. And for that to be the first thing that they show, and it's just like, so oh good. my God. Like another moment where it's just the air leaves the room every time. Uh, I just, I, love I think that. this is a really, really special movie. Um, and one that we needed as Star Wars fans, like one that I think kind of rebuilt the trust in a lot of people for this. And yes, they maybe betrayed the trust later down the line, but at the time it was hype as hell. Yep. Thomas looks upset. Thomas, you're muted. <laughs> you're, you're muted on muted, the... Thomas. Sorry, I have like three Chrome windows open with TVs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I... Uh, what I love is, you know, you talk about Luke Skywalker has vanished and you start with Luke and he's the MacGuffin of this whole film. 
And you kind of forget that at times until they mention, go, oh yeah, we're looking for Luke. You forget that because you're so in it with the characters there. I have this right behind the Phantom Menace just because I love it so much. And they're not elite, but they are. They are both. I think this right is so close. Being this is so, so close. I think Force Awakens is much closer as a film than the Phantom Menace. But in terms of the great things they do with Star Wars and the the the, the planting of you know seeds that are going to be reaped yeah. for both Force Awakens and the Phantom Menace, just comes in. It's so great to watch. But the Force Awakens ends with. Luke Skywalker getting that lightsaber, right? Well, not getting it, but he's looking at it, right? And it ends, and you're like, whoa, I can't wait. This movie, I mentioned the member berries. It my my only critique is the the if you look at the basis plot, the basic plot of um both films of A New Hope and The Force Awakens, it's the identical base plot. It's the details inside that change it around, which is why I like this movie and I have no qualms with it. Same way with how some people compare Captain America to Wonder Woman. I don't get it. Whatever. But this movie sets up Luke Skywalker. And the thing that I love most about this film is when it ends, you have no idea what Luke's thinking, but he does not look pleased. And it really does set up the legend, the myth, the... Yeah, the that, one I'm thing on think, is there sorry. A, the hero there it is the yeah. hero that everyone thinks luke skywalker is thomas and then it just oh, sorry. Sets up, don't meet your heroes yes sir thomas David. one thing like on top of all that we don't we forget there were so many questions after mm -hmm. the force awakens mm -hmm. i remember watching shows like this youtube videos all the time of who is snoke who is ray who is Finn? Knights What's of Luke Ren. doing? Knights of Ren. What's Kylo? This, that. Like, there were just so many questions what, after this movie came out that led to, like, so, I'll be honest, the best, almost the best years of Star Wars were those years in between Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, just because mm -hmm. of the anticipation, all the questions and all the dialogue we all had and, like, the excitement we all felt. Like, because there were so many questions and we all wanted to know the answers to them. And and the speculation was just off the chain. And that, I think, is probably my biggest compliment in this movie is just what it did for the community. Lightline started this off, like what the movie we needed and how it kind of, for me at least, changed how I went about looking at Star Wars and how I interacted with it. Watching videos all the time, I was just, the curiosity had peaked at that point as to what was going on. David, I, that was beautiful and poetic. And the only argument I can say that rivals that that time period of peak Star Wars is after season two of Mandalorian. And who does it revolve around? Luke fucking Skywalker. That's true. Beautiful. It's poetry. Jack Jack. Yeah. I mean, this movie, I don't, I kind of echo everything you guys said. I mean, there's so much to love about it and specifically just the time period for Star the Star Wars community with the force awakens again, so many questions and there, there's just something special about it. Like Klein was saying, I like, it's just, it is the first, uh, live action Star Wars movie I saw in a theater. And I mean, after coming out of it, I mean, I, you, you probably get to ask me, Jack, what do you think about it? I'm like, that's the best movie I've ever seen in my whole life. Like it's it just, if Force <laughs> yeah. Awakens touches like strings in my heart that not a lot of things can do. Um, and yeah, my, my issues with it are kind of similar to the rise of Skywalker. There are just 
choices that they made creatively, uh, Kasdan and JJ writing this movie that I don't, I, I understand why they did it. And they actually might've been orders from Disney in terms of like having another death star and basically having the empire there, basically having another rebellion just with different names. Um, yeah. but they did still do something interesting with it. And I think the shining star of the force awakens is the characters like far and away yeah. for me, uh, whether it's Finn Ray, Ray was the X factor for me, David, when you said it didn't have quite an X factor for me, that X factor was Ray and Daisy mm. Ridley. Um, she, she blew me away. Cause going into that movie, I thought Finn was the main character based on the marketing. Yep, like right. I, I didn't know anything mm. about the movie. I was just like, Finn's the main character. I can't wait. And, all of a sudden, Ray comes out of nowhere. I was like, "Oh, she's amazing!" And Finn was too. Um, yeah, I just the I Finn think, and Poe just chemistry immediately for me was oh, like fantastic. Yeah. yeah, Boyega and anybody. Yeah, I, I think in Dam- uh, Oscar Isaac and anybody chemistry just both of. I love my Fun favorite. One of my favorite, like small details about this movie. I can remember sitting there in the theaters and the first line of dialogue that was spoken in this movie is uh, it's on, it's on Jakku. Yeah. Poe is there and he's talking to that guy and he's getting that piece of the map to Luke. And the guy says to Poe, that guy, this will begin to make things right. Right. Yep. And it's like that. It was just so symbolic of like where we were in the fandom and where we were in the franchise where it's like, Hey guys, we're going to fix it. Whether they did that or not, who knows? But like Oof. there was a lot of nerves, but that first line is this will begin to make things right. And it's just, it's, it's so cool. This also might be, I'm looking at the list. I'm just looking at the movies above it. This might be the most fun star Wars movie. Like it's not, there's not a ton of darkness. It is, it, this is like a romp. This is, fun boom boom next set piece next set piece next set piece um whereas as we get further on into the list i guess i guess maybe except for a new hope might be a little a little more fun than this but the other ones you Mm. start dealing with it's not quite as rompy i guess you'll i'd say yes i I think my thought on that is it's it's so consistent in what it is like this feels like an indiana jones movie like it's just like fast fun line set piece fun line next set piece get it like it just that's kind of what it feels like holy Hmm. shit that's the whole sequel trilogy that's kind of how i'm with with the rise of skywalker like i would i would say that same comment about the rise of skywalker for me how it is kind of like i would say it about all of them yeah. I'd say it about every single one of the sequel films. Go watch The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. You may not like Canto I'll, Bite. I'll, I'll go watch it again. Yeah. Listen, you look at The Last Jedi as everybody <laughs> looks at that. Go watch that. The one third <laughs> of a movie that it is. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, Jack, what's, oh uh, what's number six? Well, Five well now, it's right? funny you asked me that, Thomas, oh, because coming in at number six is six. The Last Jedi. Mm. That is so depressing. Wow. <laughs> Why is that? Um, wow. I, a little okay, high. Okay, okay, okay. I, so <laughs> there are thoughts I have on this. Um, there are thoughts I have on this. We're going to get to it later with some of my the other things that I did with this with these numbers. Um, but real quick, where everyone has it, uh, I have it pulled up. So David has it at number nine. I have it at number six. Klein has it at number four, and Tom has it at no- Tom. Tom Thomas has it at number three. Thomas has that at number three. Jeez. 
I am zero percent surprised by anybody's rankings on this movie. It's I guess it makes sense exactly why it's so. here on the list because it's the biggest variance, probably. Like, mm-hmm, and definitely. that's this movie. Like, yep. that, that is yep. this movie. Yeah. Mileage may vary. It is so divisive. I personally adore this film. Thomas, I guess, does too. Jack, go ahead. I just want to say one quick thing. I'm I'm gonna kind of tease what I did later, but I I did a, like a what if analysis, and I took out. Um, one person's rankings and just did an aggregate of three. So for, I took out David's rankings at one point and just did an aggregate score of me, Klein and Thomas. The last Jedi goes all the way up to number four. It jumps two spots. So David is the one dragging this one down. I did. I did make that statement. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm going to drag this movie down. I I look, and I did not, I did not tweak my rankings. These have been my rankings since mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. think what's the last rise of skywalker this has been them on letterbox i did not touch anything these are them um and that's that's where i have last jedi i don't even really know if we should open a pandora's box that is last jedi um my it's my general lot. thoughts i guess <laughs> yeah let's go i have it at general. nine i look i have it at nine um personally there look there are some elements of this movie that i love like i mentioned with the rise of skywalker i love ray Kylo, the introduction introduction of the dyad, that is all fantastic. The scene, the throne scene with Snoke might be one of my, if not like literally my favorite Star Wars scene of all time. I mean, that's like shit I'd live for. That was in the theater. I'm like, oh my God. Like, oh my God. Right down the midsection. It's like, what is, it's, it's I couldn't believe they're actually going that direction. They were like teaming up. I mean, this is, this is amazing. In my, in my personal opinion, anything pretty much that Leia or Poe or Finn or Rose or they, it's completely hmm. like irrelevant and I hate it. Other than that, um, I am mixed on Luke, <laughs> which is another element that does not bring this up for me. I'm, I'm mixed on how Luke is acting in this movie. I, I don't completely, it's almost a little over the top how... I guess kind of uh, off-putting he is to everything, like and how kind of isolated. I understand it kind of makes some sense that he's gone away, but at the same time, look, this is a debate. This is this is the Last Jedi, but it doesn't really make too much sense for me. Um, I don't know. It's look, and like I said earlier, pretty much besides Attack of the Clones, and even that has its moments. I enjoy all these movies. Like I would watch this movie right now, literally, and have a good time um because there's stuff that i love about it like i said there's stuff that i absolutely love um some elements i don't think work and don't make it a very good movie but that's just my personal opinion so i have very very similar thoughts to david i think i would say half of this movie i think is just as peak of star wars as you can get as david was alluding to um throne room scene everything with like ray and ben or Kyla, I guess I should say. Um, I do love what they did with Luke, though, which brings this right. movie up for me. And I don't mind what they did with Leia and Poe. Finn and Rose, yes, I'll give you that. I'm not a fan. It bugs me. It's the time when that's when my bathroom break is. Um, you know, it's just it never really caught my eye. Really. Resonates like, it's with not you. appealing to me. Yeah, exactly. It, it doesn't really. It, with me and it's not appealing to me like i don't really care for some of the designs that they did with the canto bite sequence and it, i think some of the cgi is kind of lackluster too um but yeah this movie still i will always defend it 
I think the biggest thing for me, even though I think half this movie is not that great and doesn't quite work, the stuff I love about it, I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly love. Like it's as much as I can love Star Wars like as I possibly can. So that's why it goes up a little bit for me. It, it's another one of, it's a solo again. Like I look at this movie where I ranked it. I was like, wow, it's at number six, I think is where I put it. Uh, yeah, I was like, wow, it's at number six. That's insane. But I just look at the rest of the list. I'm like, you know what? That that kind of seems accurate uh, just for how I personally feel about it. But I mean, I know Thomas and Klein have been shaking their heads at a lot of some of the stuff we've been talking about, David. <laughs> Thomas, it, I mean, this is the last Jedi, man. This is the That's last fine. Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. Uh, this is, this is, you can skin this cat however way you want it. Like it is, it's a, it's a, it's a hard it's a hard thing to dive into the last Jedi and it brings up a lot of feelings, especially <laughs> as somebody that genuinely like loves this movie. Uh, you say like, the, I can't defend the Canto bite stuff. I remember being so excited when they said they cast Benicio del Toro and I was like, Oh, oh my God, God, this is going to be incredible. Mm, but the other, I would say that for me isn't as low as some of the lows of like episode two or episode one for me. But the highs are some of the highest I have felt in a theater other than Spider-Man No Way Home. Like the reveal of Luke when they fire everything we've got and boom, 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 boom. And he's just standing there and he wipes the shoulder like that for me. Yeah. Electricity. The I know a lot of people hate Haldo. And I'm mixed on her, but her death for me is one of the most beautiful, like awe-inspiring moments in Star Wars ever. Just pure silence of this crash and just there's no sound at all. Mm-hmm. The I love the dyad stuff. I love the Ray and Luke stuff. The Yoda reveal, the tree going up in flames. I love the way they mess with this dark energy on this island a lot. Um mm-hmm. This movie for me is, it's, I don't want to say a masterpiece in my mind, but like, I just, I love it a lot. And I, I'm like, I'm at a loss for words. You have it at four, Klein? I have it at number four. All right. Yeah, he has it four. I want to say one quick thing, Thomas, before I know you're about to pop off here. The Luke and Leia scene is one of my favorite scenes in star wars when he comes back especially like, just the more you watch it, it was, you can she knows so what's meta. happening like you she looks at him and she yes exactly that's what makes it even more special is she looks at him and she's like if as an audience member the more you watch it the more here. you realize oh wait like she knows what's going on and like she knows that this is going to be so it for many him levels after. to the scene yeah there's I, so many I levels have, to the scene and what they're working with there my one thing for thomas goes my one like little <laughs> critique I just want to throw in there is because I have it really low. I have it at nine. I, yes. I, it took me out of the movie every time I saw, it. and I, this is a movie I saw three times in 24 hours. Cause I didn't know what to make of it. And I got like gift cards and stuff and it just kind of worked out weird st- word time. Anyway, I don't, I never really connected and it took me out of the movie. The force projection stuff with Luke, how he looks different. He's got the blue lightsaber. Whoa. I'm like, Wow. I don't I wow. that, I have it at nine, guys. Like, that's fair. No, you know what? Know. Like that's that's yeah. the that's it, the, I'm like, where the hell's the green lightsaber? Like that's not really him. Like this ah, is like that's it's a green lightsaber love. It's true, and I and that's a yeah. nit, that's a little nitpick. I'm thinking but that in my head when I see it. 
I'm thinking that in my head when I see it for the first time, but I'm right. like, but there's no, but how is he per, like, I'm like, there's, there's no way he's not there. Like, how does he have there's it? There's a reason like, why he chose I, that I'm just, I'm just though. going through in my head, like what is going on? Yeah. And then the reveal, I'm like, I know there's something up, but I don't know what it is. To me, it lowered the stakes, didn't raise the hype, which I think is where I, where it flips for some people. Like to hmm. me, it made it seem less impactful and for more people, for some people, it seemed more impactful. Which I, I'm sitting here right now almost like, yeah, that is kind of how it goes. And I don't know why. I don't know why. To, this movie is like yeah. a weird to like me, social that's just, experiment, that's, I swear. What Luke did at the end of the movie is just what a Jedi does to me. That's why, like, I get what you're saying, David. Like, it because it, when I, I – mean, it took me a while to figure out how I felt about this movie. And when it's specifically that ending of, like, what Luke does at the end and force projecting. Yeah. It does take a little bit of the hype out. But I'm like, you know what? This is the definition of a Jedi. He's being selfless and to save the day. And that's all I could ask for from Luke Skywalker. Yep. So it's time for the Jedi to finally in. Time for you. It is to stop reading old books. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this movie is gold in my I opinion. I love its pocket yoga, Yoda too. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 great. It's great having Puppet Yoda back. That's not creepy. Also, because Phantom Menace, big critique about the first Phantom Menace real fast. Oh, in yeah. theaters, before they updated it, the puppet looks like Mark Hamill doing a cameo as Yoda. And it's creeped me out my entire life. To this day, I look he at that drunk. and go, that's not Yoda. It's Mark Hamill. Back to the plot of Mark Hamill being in Last Jedi. Listen, I never really resonated with Luke Skywalker. I didn't see any of the darkness they talked about in Empire. Mm. And it's about to get weird because in a minute, because I'm assuming Empire is like number one or two with everybody on this list, if I'm going to be honest, because that's a general consensus of Star Wars fans. But mm -hmm. The Last Jedi Luke introduced us to that darkness. I remember like, that's not Luke Skywalker. He overcame the darkness. Blah, 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 blah. And I, my immediate response when Amber, somebody would just argue about Luke Skywalker, that's not what Luke Skywalker is. I'm like, you're literally pissed off right now when you say that, oh, you don't get annoyed by movies. So what are you talking about? You are Luke Skywalker right now. It introduced that darkness and he recognized his failures. And, you know, I, I tried to do the same thing. I think they mentioned that in some form or fashion, you know, I repeated the same mistakes, blah, blah, blah. I thought I could do it because I'm Luke freaking Skywalker. Um, and it's it's interesting that a lot of the fans who hated that are also fans of the books where he had a wife, he had his whole family die. And so all of a sudden, it's hard for them to imagine that in 30 years, Luke Skywalker never had anything bad happen to him. And it's all there. I mean, like if your nephew or family member turned on you, you might just pack it in and go become a hermit, kind of like Obi-Wan, a.k.a. his fucking master. He is doing the same exact stuff the Jedi before him did to a T, which is why it's called The Last Jedi. Because as we've mentioned before, we finished the sequel trilogy. Jack Jack's idea is that the sequel, whatever's after the sequel trilogy, Jedi will no longer be Skywalkers. They will remain. And I think that's a great way to look at it. Um, this movie is the best movie to dive into the Force ever. And 
I might get some flack for that, but I'm going to stick with it because I have never been so gripped and been like, yeah, that, oh, that makes sense. Of course, this and that and this and that. Yeah, that's exactly how I view the force. Holy shit. And I also love that he dives into the deep parts and he really dives into that dyad. Well, what's happening? A lot of people ask. Us nerds knew it was the dyad coming in and that, oh, it's this special thing that hasn't been seen for a long time, which they again mention in they actually mentioned in the next movie and i'm gonna hear to defend finn and rose really quick i don't see what the big deal is i i get that a lot of people just aren't into the character i know it feels forced and david's biggest critique of canto bite has always been there's no point there are no stakes they fail at the end why are they doing that and it's that failure is the biggest lesson of all. Who says that in this movie? <laughs> Yoda, pass on what you have learned. Yes, but also failure. Failure is the biggest lesson of all. Hmm? What's number five? I think I know what number five is. Is it just what you're ever your number five is, Klein, at this point? No, because mine's all mixed up now. Yeah, I know. This is what happens when the last Jedi does that to you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad. <laughs> why don't you tell me what why don't you tell me what you think number five is? Is it Star Wars Episode Three, Revenge of the Sith? I don't think it is. Well, before you answer, Klein. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. How many how many movies are have you had exactly in the official order? So my number eleven was Attack the Clones, which was right. Solo is ten. Yep. Episode one. Yep. Rise of Skywalker. Yep. And then it gets mixed up. Okay. Phew. I've, I've had one I've correct had, so far. I, think. I don't even. Oh, no, don't two even with Force Awakens. <laughs> David, what do my you think dad. this uh, one is? Number five. I think it might is be. It? Star Wars, period. New Hope. Really? Really? This is interesting, no. you guys. What is it, Jack? You guys are throwing a good guess in there. Well, I, I like yeah, it. Really I like really if, we have, if we have episode three ahead of Star Wars, I might have to leave. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Is this the day the podcast ends? Uh, only I know the answer to that. Uh, do I share it? We'll see. Um, Thomas, I just want to say real quick, you, me, and Klein should go to like different cons and like Star Wars um, things and just like preach about The Last Jedi and specifically Luke and The Last Jedi because I felt like a church member listening to a pastor going absolutely Oh, off and now. the broom kid? Are you kidding me? Oh, the broom oh, kid? I enjoy the broom kid. That's a cool part. I like um, the broom kid, not it, so much. I, I, I really, no. I love the last Jedi so much. Yet yeah, it's number broom six. Kid, better than Rose. Guys, coming. <laughs> Whoa. I, okay, 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 okay. Can you say that again, please, David? Just if if, if no one heard it the first time. I, I just said the broom kid's better than Rose. That's all. Wow. Wow. What's good about Rose, man? She's I think she's an interesting there. character. She has a tragic story, and she finds family because Star is all about the family you find, not the family you have. Um, Boom! We're here to okay. save the ones we I love. Agree with that but story. she's not. A, We're trying to save like you from the ever. dark side, David. But I don't care about her. <laughs> I don't care about Go her. Go watch sad your story. Spidey Man movies, dude. Jeez, <laughs> Louise. <laughs> 
All right. I Maybe will. I will after this. <laughs> God. Let's uh, sip out my water, dude. <laughs> And Kirsten Dunst was a great MJ. Jeez Louise. I like Kirsten Dunst's MJ. Oh, let's just get her wet in every scene. It'll make the movie better. What is this, a porno? Jack, what's number five? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You guys crack me up. Well, tune in next week to find out uh, what number five is on our records. Joe DiMaggio looks like a high school kid. (laughs) Uh, n- Whatever, David. Jesus. Jesus Number Christ. five. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> God. Official rankings. Next, guys. you're gonna guys, say you don't like horrors or something crazy. <laughs> I just want all our listeners to know I'm trying to help these guys out. They just keep going off the rails. There's only so much I can do. Coming in at number five is what Klein said. Episode three: Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Okay, I can stay. Um, that's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, yes, you can stay. Um, real quick, where everyone had it, Klein has it ranked at number seven, which is the lowest. Both Thomas and David have it at number five. And yes, My Jack guy. Hughes has it at number four, right above. I'm just going to say it. It's a little bit of a spoiler, but I'm going to say it. A New Hope. Yeah, that's right, Klein. Are you going to leave still? I am so proud of you, young man. That was ballsy. Someone's going to tweet I, you that I, they hate you. I know, but look, Revenge of the Sith, it's like, this is my member Barry's uh, Star Wars movie. I hear the music, I hear Anakin's Dark Deeds, I hear Battle of the Heroes, and I just want to sob all day long. Uh, This movie, it's what makes me excited for Obi-Wan Kenobi the most. Um, The television series coming out on Disney+. Plus. Yes, David, you heard that right, Disney+. Plus. I don't know what else I can Got say about it. this movie that hasn't already been said. I mean, yes, look, there are issues with it. Uh, I mean, as we've talked about with the prequel trilogy with George's writing um, and some of the acting. But, I mean, this is where the prequel trilogy peaks. And, um, yeah, I, I remember getting this on DVD in my stocking when I was eight years old and almost crying when Anakin burned alive. But, hey, that's part of the movie. That's part <laughs> of Star Wars. And I kind of knew it was coming. But um, this movie means so much to me and you mcgregor hayden christensen like they're back and forth it, even though it's it's really cringy at times um From I, I don't know it's it's so nostalgic for me man and i mean last last word on this then you guys can take it high ground do with that what you will he had it he had it <laughs> will he have he it definitely in the had series? we'll see i don't know well he does better from the low ground anyway I genuinely almost had this ranking in the exact same way as 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 Jack alluded to his as like I I jumbled around a few of them for a while and I was like oh god I don't know what I'm gonna do when I first made this ranking and I was like you know what I'm gonna put these where I feel they fit I did change my rankings before we I sent it to Jack. I moved Rise of Skywalker down. I just, I seen it recently and I seen Solo recently and I just had a better time overall with Solo. Um, like because I was sucked into Rise of Skywalker and I couldn't stop. Anyways, back to the plot. This movie, episode three, is glorious. We get the, we get, okay, first off, we get the best Palpatine ever. Like, this is peak Palpatine. He never gets better. From what we have seen so far, I mean, he's great in the Clone Wars, but that's Sam Witwer, not um, Ian McDermott. Uh, they 
the lightsaber fight in this movie and the special feature on that was so in-depth I was able to teach myself how to lightsaber duel and how to do certain specific parries and how to do I basically learned uh if I, from watching them I learned six of the eight fighting st- uh block parries excuse me that's parries what, from that's... fight choreography just by watching and I didn't know that's what I was learning until someone ran me through them years later this movie slaps. I saw this when I was 13. I still have issues with the way Anakin acts <clears throat> as a Vader. I wish he was more guttural. Like when I say, he's like, ah, like when he yells, I hate you, that's peak. He should have yelled like that every time with that much guttural rage. And so, but, but at that point, that is when Vader is truly born. And Anakin dies, and you can see it in his eyes. And I'm going to say it. I still think I'm on that conspiracy theory, guys. I don't think I've ever mentioned this to anyone out loud. That he sucked the life force out of Padme so that he could live. Whether he did it by saying, help me, Padme. Or Palpatine did it. Hard to say. Klein, you had it lowest curious your thoughts so like the where i have it on my list it is between so it's it i guess it would be oh it's confusing because i have like the animated movies on this list oh god Uh, so Uh, it would be between uh, oh man force awakens and rise of skywalker for me at um 11, 10, 9, 8, <laughs> 7. So 7, Force Awakens, I have 6. And then Rise of Skywalker, I have 8. Um, I find this movie and Rise of Skywalker very similar. Like, they're both, to me, beautiful messes. Um, I do like this movie a little more. I think that this movie holds itself together. The glue connecting that mess is a little bit tighter than the glue that in Rise of Skywalker. Uh, I really dig the opening. Like, the opening of this movie I love, it's probably... It might be my favorite Star Wars opening. I love the, yeah. the starship fight scene and all that. Um, the music in this is great. But for me, in episode two, I just think episode two is such a genuinely not great movie that it doesn't bug me as much because it's because because it's surrounded by not greatness. But in this movie, I find that Hayden Christensen specifically really stands out for me and he brings it down for me. Yeah. Just the way that he acts. And I know it's not entirely his fault because the whole time they're acting on these big blue walls and not acting with a whole lot. Uh, and they're using this dialogue that was written specifically for them. But I just, for me, he brings it down. Um, but I still love this movie. Like battle of heroes. I think it's great music. I think the ending of this movie, I like, I couldn't imagine of being in a theater for this and seeing Obi-Wan go and give Luke to the homestead and like, look out of the twin sons. Like, I, I don't know if my body would have been able to comprehend that if I was a like a huge Star Wars fan seeing that for the first time. But like, I don't know. I can't really be so negative on the, this movie. Yes, it's low for me, and I voted it the lowest out of anyone, but I still love it. My only big real issue here is is uh, is Anakin and then some of the some of the other characters as well with the dialogue that was yeah. written for them. I just don't think this is like I don't know. Maybe a poorly directed movie because I think the dialogue could work. I just find that George Lucas, the way he directs, it feels very stage play at times. 
Yeah. Um, the whole prequel trilogy feels very stage play, but they just feel like they're delivering like Shakespeare level dialogue, um, yelling it back and forth at each other. Right. Uh, but I don't know. I dig, I dig, I dig revenge of the Sith. I just don't think it's better than force awakens. Yeah. Jack, what are you going to say? I was going to say that analogy was great. Klein. Did you say a beautiful mess? And like yeah. the blue is just like a little stronger than Rise of Skywalker for how it handled that. Yeah, yeah, I love that analogy. Yeah. That's, that, I think like that's that the connective perfect tissue way to I find this movie. That also explains the sequel trilogy. Yeah, yeah, I significantly find this the best prequel movie. And I remember oh, like yeah. as a kid being like, "This is good, <laughs> like this is awesome, <laughs> shit, yeah. man, this is great." Um, no, I don't know. It was uh. I don't, there's a lot of like the, about this movie. Um, I texted you guys in the private chat. Like, I realized my top five is just the ones of Vader in it. I, I realized, <laughs> which, is, which makes sense. It's, it's on brand for me. It's fair. Um, and um, that that that's honestly, I didn't realize that, but that just that pans out. And uh, Vader at the end here, like that, just really gets me going. That's uh, like amazing. Like, I, I love I love seeing the fall. It's so cool. I remember. We guys pretty much covered everything, uh, so I'm going to make this kind of quick. I just remember as a kid being like, everyone always would say, like, you know, all movies end well. And I'm like, not episode number three of Star Wars. That movie does not end well. (laughs) 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 And I'm like, that is different. That one's got something different going on with it. It is cool. And, you know, that's kind of stuck. It's true. It, It does kind of have a tragic ending, and I love that. And it sets up, I think it really does a great job of like ending the prequel trilogy, if anything else, and setting up what becomes the next wave of Star Wars, and even now filling in the gaps that we can now. Um, and I think Hayden is better in this one than he is in Attack of the Clones significantly. And I think it's right off the bat with this is where the fun begins. I buy that immediately more than like any line he gives in all of Attack of the Clones, but I do so understand Clyde's, I do understand Clyde's um, criticism. And I actually, yeah. my biggest criticism with the movie is how he becomes Vader, like how it kind of like the yeah. switch flips a bit quick. Yeah. And, but I think that's actually more of a, I think that's more of a detriment to the whole prequel trilogy and specifically Attack of the Clones than it is to this movie. Um, even in, in Clone Wars, um, you get a more of that, which helps. But a lot. you can't, yeah. but you can't come. That's the thing. You can't rely on that. And it makes this movie like better in some ways, but that's that's irrelevant to my rankings. I really enjoy this movie and I have since I was very little. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah. what are we on four? Jack? Yeah, I, I do want to say real quick. I The yeah. reason why Revenge of the Sith gets the bump over A New Hope for me personally is because of Clone Wars. And like, I, I know I don't know if that's fair necessarily, but seeing how the clone wars ended and how it lined up with, with revenge of the Sith, it made me realize just how much that movie meant to me and how yeah. big like order 66 as a moment is, even if it's yeah. not executed all that well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair criticisms, fair thoughts guys. And um, moving on to number four here. Uh, I think from here on out, I don't think these movies uh, in this top four will surprise anybody. Um, the order. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Surprise. We'll number four. The order yeah. will surprise. I, I'm gonna I, go out on a limb. I know I'm dragging some. Names. I don't like this already. Uh, I don't yeah, like it already. No, I, I don't want to. 
I don't want to set you guys up for anything like too surprising. There's one thing while I was making these rankings that I thought was going to happen, but ended up not happening. If it did happen, it would have been the biggest shock to me. I ever would have, I, I didn't think it could ever happen. Um, starting with number four here, we have the OG 1977 star Wars, just star Wars in 1977. And then eventually yep. relabeled star Wars, a new hope. Um, yep. We all kind of have similar rankings here. Uh, both David, Davis, Thomas and David uh, have it at number four, and both me and Klein have it at number five. Okay. Wow. Wait, Klein, you have it at number five. Okay. Yeah, because I have Last Jedi at number four. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it, got it, got it. It, it gets getting confused in my head. So yeah, four. Um, I think that is this is this is impossible to talk about with this top four without kind of laying them all out. Almost, I I feel like because I want to yeah. make direct comparisons. We, we, we yeah. lay them all out. And, Let's. I think we should do that. I think we should do that. Yeah. Them all out right I do. Now. I do want right. to know the order because I will be surprised right. if the top two are not the same. All right. Uh, here we go. So moving on. Number four is a new hope. As I said, number three is Return of the Jedi, previously labeled no. Revenge of the Jedi. Thank yeah. God it was switched. Oh, I know this really? one expected. This oh, one bummed me out, no. and I can guarantee you there is one person responsible for that, and he knows who he is, and he has a little smirk on his face right now, and I don't like it. Um, oh, sorry. really? Dang. Okay. It's Number nothing two. bad. It's just... <laughs> Number two, guys. Number two is going to be our favorite Disney Star Wars movie. Yeah. Oh, thank Red God. One. Yeah. So my, <laughs> no! top, my, my no! bottom, my bottom, like four and my top three are the same. There's, there's yes, the fine. List. yes, they are. The middle part is all the stuff. Um, I'll get to that in a second. Um, and yes, obviously now the Empire Strikes Back is number one. The thing that was thank about God. to happen God that I you was going to be shocked at was I thought Rogue One was about to take the number one spot when I was doing this. I was like, no freaking way Rogue One is going to be our favorite Star Wars movie. But it fell just short. Hang on, let me find the aggregate score here. So for the Empire Strikes Back, the aggregate uh, score ranking, whatever you want to call it, uh, our average is 1.5. And for Rogue One, it's 2.25. So there's a bit of distance between the uh, number one and number two spot. Okay. So wait, now, now, Jack, next step is to go through them again, but then tell us where we each had them. Yes. So um, Return of the Jedi, uh, I, already said a, I already said A New Hope, I believe. So Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. is uh, number three aggregate. Um, let me find it. So <laughs> Klein has this at number three. David has this at number two. I have this at number one. And frickin' Thomas has this movie at number eight on his list. Eight! Eight! He has it number eight! <laughs> so How do you ever turn the at number eight? I was, what do you hate? Do you hate I you? was blown eight? away. Eight! <laughs> I have no idea you would have the number eight. I am the same guy that thinks that that thinks back to the future three that back to the future three is my favorite back to the future i'm getting flashbacks to that moment thomas i'm getting flashbacks to that moment you have return of the jedi number eight it was higher it was higher but i recently did rewatch the sequel trilogy and that bumped force awakens up a couple spots because it was lower force awakens was at number nine and rise of skywalker was at number eight and i had uh at number six was return of the jedi and 
that left solo somewhere around there, around fucking nine or something. It was so yeah. It fell so, a couple spots because I really have more fun with the Indiana Jones romp of Force Awakens, and that bumped everything back up. So yeah. you have episode one higher than yeah. this. You have episode Holy three higher shit. than this. You have episode four higher than this. You have The Last yeah. Jedi higher than this. You have yes. Force Awakens higher than this. Yes, and Empire and Rogue One. <sighs> I thought this would be so up your. I thought this this. would be so up your alley. Like to me, this is a Thomas movie. You say to me, this is the closest to Force Awakens we get in that original trilogy. This is that romp. This is that. This is the most fun of the original trilogy for sure. I was thinking earlier when you were saying that this is the most. This feels the most Spielberg to me. Like even though he was like he was in the running to direct it, but and never ended up doing it. But like, God, imagine! Wow. That is the hot. That is that is the hottest take we've had on this show. I don't remember. I I don't even remember the last time I watched that movie. I'm being genuine. I don't remember. Really? Yeah, because I I haven't done a full rewatch in a long time. We're doing a full rewatch now. And (laughs) yeah, so like we need need a reevaluation. Listen, like I like I said, Last Jedi was always in my top three. Um, I normally would pick. Uh, one movie from each trilogy and be like, yeah, these are like my top three because I'm that guy who can't pick rankings. But when I break it down and go with how much I love these movies, I'm just not as drawn to Return of the Jedi as I am all the others to just toss on and rewatch. When I throw on, and this is this is not fair to Return of the Jedi. I can't believe I'm saying this compared to the other two movies in this trilogy. When I watch Return of the Jedi, I think about Family Guy more than I think about the movie I'm watching. The other movies, I'm so sucked into the movie that I'm just here. And I'm, Jack, are you gonna sit there and take that man? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's your number one Star Wars movie. It's almost mine, and my heart is honestly mine. But there are there are times when I'm being quiet because I because there's a lag uh, between me and you guys. So like, it, I don't want to make it difficult to talk. But look, I am very much offended by Thomas's comments. I'll just leave it at that. What uh, have I said guy, bad man, about this movie? On. Other than that, like Family that guy. is you didn't you didn't need to say anything. You just you didn't need to say anything. You had <laughs> you think it's the, the fact Phantom that you have Menace, hate, Thomas? No, 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 no. I don't think the Phantom Menace. I like the Phantom feels. Menace more. It's, how, it's how I feel. This is this is a combination of head and heart, and there's a balance between it all. And the Phantom Menace was the first Star Wars movie I, ever I would saw understand. I would understand that if it's two slots if above it was, um, if it, the Jedi. If it, it, I would understand I that if something like things. if you were doing something like this for a like Rogue One, which is a like a more morose, a darker, a more sinister movie. But the fact that like this movie is heart, this whole movie is heart. <laughs> Listen to my top five, guys. Number one, Rogue One. Number two, Empire. Number three, Last Jedi. Number four, Star Wars. There's some hope. Number five, Revenge of the Sith. Are we catching a pattern here? <laughs> This this just broke the podcast. I think this just broke okay. the entire thing. Look, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Return of the Jedi. I don't care what people think about this. Return of the Jedi is the perfect ending to a trilogy like this. Like I know Endgame is kind of like a, a new gold standard, but there's something different about Return of the Jedi. Like I that doesn't know, count. I, this movie, it's it, yeah, it's it's different with Endgame. But like Return of the Jedi, it's not a perfect movie. It's one of those movies where I say it's not a perfect movie, but in my eyes, it's a perfect movie. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. 
sure there are slight changes you can make, but I mean, I when I think about this movie, I just go straight to the throne room scene with Palpatine yep. and Vader uh, and Luke and the music. And I'm just like, how can you get better than this? Like this, I is, was going to say this is peak yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. I was going to say earlier when Thomas said that episode three had peak Palpatine, this is my peak Palpatine. And yeah, episode yeah I agree to me. So good. Like the way he's just taunting Luke, ah, the, the throne scene to me, like, so my rankings, whatever, whatever I have rogue one, three, um, Turn of the uh, yeah, Turn of the Jedi two, and then Empire one. In my like tiers, it's the top tier for me. Like uh, earlier, it's the bottom bottom tier is Episode two. My top tier is Empire and Jedi. Like that is my exclusively. Yeah. Then there's a drop to me Same. personally. Same. Um, and look, and I battle back and forth, heart and head. I think Return of the Jedi might be my favorite Star Wars mm-hmm. movie. But it, I, I do Empire's the best one. Like I can't I cannot ever escape that. It also might be my favorite. These two to me, they are on their own tier. I this is why I love Star Wars. <laughs> like is these yeah. two movies. I think they're just yes. perfect. And and I agree, Jack. The way it ends, the, everything with Vader, man, it's just so good. And Luke, Luke in this movie, like this is Luke the Skywalker. Opening. The oh, the opening journey. with Luke is the whole that whole first sequence of him coming up to the palace up to basically the Sarlacc pit is like you want to talk about Luke Skywalker being a badass. Like this yeah. is the only time we get to see Master Luke Skywalker in all of his glory. Like yeah, exactly. And and you get in like the ending where you have the with a three part battle, the perfect. Oh, Rogue One does a great job too so of having good. multiple, oh God. but like the three element, the then ro- the throne room takes it to another level to me. Mm-hmm. Like compared to say a Rogue One, yeah. where we have like the different elements happening too, the throne room, like Jack just said, is like peak Star Wars. Like that, like that is that is Star Wars, and some re- a little bit of a reason of why I enjoy Re- Revenge of the Sith so much is because you know this is eventually coming for the character, right? You see the fall the redemption of Anakin Skywalker. That is Star Wars. Yeah. This is Star Wars. And Thomas has that at number eight. And I'm, anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's a great contrast. I don't even think, have a... <laughs> I'm just going to say real quick, it's a great contrast. Like, if you think of the throne room scene in Return of the Jedi and how Palpatine is baiting Luke and trying to get him to turn, and you think about yeah. how he baited Anakin. And he's yeah. saying it's more of a sympathy because he's he created a sympathetic bond between him and Anakin. And instead of you know Vader kind of being the whatever you want to call it, like the bait, it's Mace Windu. And I don't know, man. That's a great point, David. Just like thinking about those two scenes in the in the final chapter in those two trilogies, it, it's a great uh, compare and contrast there. And I like the Ewoks, dude. Ewoks are cool. Fucking Ewoks are the best, man. (laughs) I do hate that they now blink. Oh, I can tell you why. I can tell you exactly why I have it so low. I want the original, the original theatrical cut of this movie. Cut out sliced noodles. Uh, Okay. I am really tired of the jiggy jiggy wah jiggy wah. That's Max Rebo. Yeah. Here's my critique. I I, hey, I can't, it's not fair to the movie at all. As a movie. And that's my only critique of this movie. Let me be fair. The updates they've made, those are my critiques. Blinking Ewoks creep me out. 
They, they look really creepy. Their eyes are going to get dry, though. What do you expect? Yeah. Listen, they were born that way in the original trilogy before special effects came around with eye blinking so they can fucking live that way. But I really genuinely love this movie. Like, I, my, my biggest you critique... Don't. My biggest critique <laughs> is, again, it's what they've added in, and it reminds me more of Family Guy than anything. Um, oh, God, man. But no, the, the, <laughs> the throne room, right, is, is peak. And I just, guys, I genuinely just don't think I'm as hype on this movie as y'all, and there's no real reason or rhyme I mean, to it. It's, it's funny because it's like, you say as hype as all of us, but it's my number three. Like, it's not like... Right. David's talking like, about this tier of top two yeah. movies. It's not in my tier. I have that same tier of top two movies. And for me, it's not there. Right. I mean, you guys all just roasted me. So I think you guys are all way hyper <laughs> on it. Than yes. me, no matter how yes. many tier differences y'all have. I'm down here just like Star Wars. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm I, eight. It's just, oh. it's just surprising, man. It's really it's, good. It's the very surprising. Yeah. I know. I, you had to I know that was going to get a ranking, reaction, Thomas. You had I to know did. that was going to get a I reaction. When I saw that and I sent it to Jack, I was like, you know I love the one. Jedi. I was oh, like, when I one. saw <laughs> that, when he sent that to me, I was like, <laughs> crazy. Okay. Yeah. I literally I sure said, I know I'm more. drinking. I, I was like, I know I'm dragging down one movie. I don't mean to. And I do remember really quick. The last time I did watch it, David, was when we did Trilogy of Trilogies. Yeah. And we talked about how damn good it was and how it is peak and perfect, almost as perfect as Empire. I stand by that as a film. If we did a complete analytical film ranking of Star Wars, which I would love to do after our rewatch, fellas, I think we would have very, very similar top tiers. Right. Because Mm -hmm. when you account for the mistakes inside of a film, that changes everything on a ranking. Can anyone tell me who directed this movie? I have no idea. Return of the Jedi? Mm Mm-hmm. It was some oh man, it's some mm. name that you're never gonna get. Kasdian? No. <laughs> was it Kasdan? No, no. Kasdan? No, he no. was a writer. No, he wrote it. I believe he co-wrote it. Um, it was gotcha. Richard oh, Marquand. Oh wow! What but the rumor? The rumor. Wait a minute. Is that like the voice actor that does, I, or the guy I, who does I Red Skull? Else. I can't. I know nothing else. No, I don't think it's that guy. No, no, no. But Richard Marquand is his name. It I, there's a rumor though that like George, because he didn't really care for Empire, that he had a bigger, heavier hand on set for this movie and had a little bit more control and was kind of directing things his way. Um, there's some rumor about like the uh, who actually like really directed. This well, movie. it was supposed it was supposed to be Spielberg, but George yeah, wasn't yeah. union, and you and the union got mad and said, "No, you can't have a union director on this." Yeah. And so they pulled Spielberg off before it even got mm-hmm. rolling. Yeah, so I, I think, but I, I'm pretty sure that's right. I'm pretty sure George did not care for Empire, which is just hilarious when you think about it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> that like, that is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, it's funny that you just said it's unbelievable, David, but this entire podcast and anytime people talk about the prequels, they talk about the bad directing by George Lucas, who claims he himself is not a director. So right. very, very believable. Um, so let's move on. What was so Return of the Jedi was number three. Yes. And yeah. And then we have Rogue One at number two. 
Rogue One at number two. So where is everyone's? And so we have, for both me and David, it is number three. For Klein, it is number two. And for Thomas Carter Rochester, it is his favorite Star Wars movie of all time. Absolutely. It depends on the day you ask me, but sometimes I might say that this is my favorite Star Wars movie of all time. Wow. This I, was, this so was for me, Star Wars okay. Battlefront in a film. And, you know, I, I, by the time this movie came out in 2016, gentlemen, I was 25 years old. I had I was in it I was in Atlanta. I was filming a pilot that never made it anywhere. I had just made my first hundred dollars my first green as an actor and i go see this with some friends that i had just met on this film and i'm expecting a fun kind of maybe weird squeaky spy thriller like we're trying to steal the death star plans like sure whatever show me that story i know the end i'm here for the journey let's see what happens you don't know the end it is amazing um Every time you think you know what they're about to do, they swerve you in the best of ways, in the ways that a lot of people don't like out of Last Jedi, but I do. This was a lot one that everybody loves. And I will say, if you cut out certain legacy characters, this movie does take a huge leap down. But it would still be in my top five for the battlefront of it all. I, I love Star Wars, but I never really feel like I'm watching a war movie. And this movie is a political spy thriller, kind of like Captain America Winter Soldier, and it has those vibes, but on a darker level. And it's the very same movie that also has a war movie vibe the entire way through. It feels so Cold War, so, oh, we're this, we're that. And then it turns into the biggest Star Wars spectacle, the most Star Wars battle. You're talking about the three tiers. See, I forgot Return of the Jedi had the three tiers of battle, which is a great callback, which when I go rewatch, it's going to boost Return of the Jedi from eight. I assure you, fellas, this is all kind of out of recency bias, but my top five, that stays locked. When they have this battle and we're seeing all of these characters and we're seeing, you know, more of Admiral Akbar's species. We just saw Mon Mothma. We're seeing all of our favorite prequel actors. And then they give us Darth fucking Vader. This is possibly my favorite Star Wars scene. No, it is my favorite Star Wars scene of all time because it is pure, unadulterated hatred. And the suffering he brings sucks for them. But it's glorious as a fan of Darth Vader to see him at that peak, at that anger, and he slays through them. And then we get questionable cgi sure but princess leia and it ends with hope and it just goes and cuts to black when i saw revenge of the sith and that movie ended i was like that's the perfect ending i don't i don't even care about the 19 years in between i want to go watch episode four right now and i never cared about what they were doing in the middle and then star wars i mean and then after a while i was like well they have so much to play with if they want to do these stories Especially after they started Clone Wars, right in the world, they're going to fill in time, fill in the 19 year gap. Rebels came out. Great. Rogue One took that hype on a whole different level. Gentlemen, 
I know I'm going to get flack for saying Rogue One is my number one and Return of the Jedi is my number eight. But I don't think Darth Vader is ever gonna, has ever been better. And I'm hoping he only goes up from here in Kenobi. Yeah, I mean, I don't, think, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're going to get flack for Rogue One being at one. I respect the hell out of that. Um, I have it at three. Personally, I, I actually Same. struggle between it and we haven't talked about it at all. Um, Star Wars, uh, New Hope. Um, I, I struggle between those two on my rankings. Even looking at it right now, a rewatch, I think the things that can move the most for me would probably be three and four, maybe moving Rogue One behind Star Wars. Um, just because I would say I maybe the Skywalker of it all <laughs> could, could kind of uh, pull me back in. But Rogue One for what's supposed to be, and Thomas has pretty much covered it all, Vader, of course, my favorite character. I, I agree. <clears throat> it's one of, if not my favorite, Star Wars scene or moment as well. Um, it's it's up there for sure. It's it's definitely up there. It's probably my favorite. I'll say this. It's my favorite Disney Star Wars moments that we've had. Um, definitely. Oh, yeah. So with that being said, yeah, um, Rogue One is a phenomenal film. I think it's the best thing that Star Wars Disney has done so far. Like while well, going off of that, it's better than any of the sequel trilogies. Um, and we're not talking about TV sh- TV today, but I think it's better than the even Mandalorian or whatever else. Um, I think Rogue One is like it really fe- it perfected like it knew what it was. It was going to be a one shot movie, one Star Wars story. And it just, it just, it's perfect for what it is. Like, it's perfect. It perfectly places it in your rewatch right in front of New Hope. It's, and you just go right into it. It's, it's beautifully crafted into the world, I think. It doesn't do anything too crazy. And these, because these characters aren't like using the force in strange new ways, <laughs> right? They're, they're just characters within Star Wars, which makes it, to me, even a better movie. That it's not about the Skywalkers, which is kind of why I have it at three right now. Um, because there's something to that too, where Vader shows up and that's hype as hell, but that's not even what the story's about at all, right? It's about these characters that we fall in love with in the course of one movie. It's in and out, they all die, and it's perfect and it's beautiful. And those are my brief thoughts, I guess, on Rogue One. But yeah, it's it's up there for me too. Klein, how about you? To me, Empire and this are the only like 10 out of 10. That doesn't mean they're perfect, but 10 out of 10 five-star Star Wars movies. This is movie and Empire. I feel very, very similarly about both of them. They're both masterpieces to me. Rogue One specifically, um, I think does a very good job in... It is so different from the other Star Wars films because you don't have any real tie to a name or a character, what have you, but they do a very good job of placing that familial bond right to the center of it with Jin um, and her dad. And this movie, what I really like, and I know we kind of have to look at them separately, but it's hard to when everything here is so interwoven. This movie makes the original trilogy better, specifically episode four. The idea of bringing in, hey, there was a reason for this weird, this weird flaw that was in the Death Star that's been there forever that the rebels end up using. They actually tie yes. it and it make it make sense. And 
and add context to that and the characters in it it's i love these kind of movies i love these heist films where we go and we get a team and we love every single member of the team equally and then we go and we pull off a job and whether they all make it or not who knows but i love in this film because you know hey they all have to die because we know the story and I love the way they do it. I think this is the most beautifully shot Star Wars film. There are shots in this movie that are absolutely incredible. Jin um, sitting on the beach with Andor and the oh. laser coming down. And it's just like it's tranquil yet horrifying at the same time. I love the um, the blind. I forget his name. The blind Jedi who or he's not a Jedi, really? but he he believes in the force. And I just, I've always loved the characters in Star Wars, like in Jabba's palace. I, I joke about Max Rebo, but I love these. It's like, what are these people doing? What, why are we focusing on this one group of people all the time? I want to know what this person's doing over here and this person's doing. And this movie gave us that. It gave us these people who just live in this world. And I thought that that, that Jedi guy specifically really encapsulated that whole thing because that's something I'd never seen before. We talked about the the force kind of like this religion, but then it kind of gets thrown away in the prequels. But people really do follow this like it is almost a religious thing. I just, I don't know. I love, I love this movie. And I mean, Thomas kind of took all the words right out of my mouth. The Vader of it all. I've, the saber lighting up in that dark hallway is just like an image I'll ever forever have implanted on my brain. Seeing that the first time Um, I love the diversity of planets here. We get different. Yes, we get another sand planet, but it's something we've never seen before. It's this kind of Caribbean blue water train, like vacation spot, almost looking kind of place. And um, I love this, that rain. I forget the name of the planet, but the rain soaked when they do that um, invasion on the empire Mm. base that rain soaked in the dark. Um, The actors in this movie are absolutely crazy. Mads Mikkelsen is awesome. Is so good. Is so good. Krennic is so good. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know a lot of people hate on the Tarkin stuff, but I love the Vader and the Tarkin stuff in this. Um, I think that I think, Oh, why am I blanking on her name? Jin. Um, Felicity Jones. Felicity Jones. She's incredible in it. And it's just this movie, it shouldn't work because we know all the trouble that went into making it happen. We know the reshoots. We know that this was a different movie and stuff got chopped on the floor. And usually that makes for, usually that's a bad sign, but like it, it just like the team in it, it defied all the odds and came together. And I don't know. It's, I, this is the most, I think rewatchable star Wars movie for me. It's funny you say that Klein. Cause when we're discussing it right now, this might be one of the this might be the Star Wars movie. It's been the longest since I've seen, actually, because I we wow. did that rewatch, Thomas. And I'm trying to think it's it talking about it right now. It's been a while and maybe it even hasn't been as long as some others. But I really want to rewatch it right now talking about it because <laughs> it's such, like more than anything we've discussed so far, because I think it's it's new enough where it's not something you've been watching since you've been. You know, five years old um but it has that like special star wars like feeling and perfection to it i would say um, this movie does a very good job at the promise at the beginning of when disney bought star wars it was like we're gonna bring in all these people who've grown up on star wars we're gonna bring them in and they're gonna make because they know it better than anyone correct and 
they bring in JJ and that's kind of the idea of why they brought him in and that sort of thing. But I think that this is the perfect embodiment of that. This is people who know this world, who come in, who came in and had this idea for a story and just like the execution is and I think near part, of that, part of that Klein too is well something we talked about I think it was last podcast um or I don't know it's running all together when we did the predictions um for 2022 and that what I was mentioning how like in Star Wars is like an endless amount of sand it's just a beach from left to right with Rogue One it's not right you're creating Rogue One it is right before it is about the Death Star plans it is a, it is about the scr- the crawl of a new hope that's literally the synopsis go make the movie right and they did it to perfection whereas in a sequel trilogy you could go anywhere and they kind of did go everywhere and not always in a succinct way and that's part of maybe how disney's messes up a little bit and but how they made this movie that's now thomas's number one star wars movie right and that just this came out what like basically five five years ago yeah it'll be six years in december um crazy which sounds that sounds like a long time ago which it doesn't feel that way i I remember vividly going to theaters with my friends and going and uh watching this just like it was the other day and i remember not having any expectations (laughs) yeah barely any like okay star wars story rogue one whatever okay this this could be cool Mm -hmm. this could be something a little supplemental Walking out, especially after the Vader scene, like you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> we we got Force Awakens and this in back to back years. For fans yeah. of Last Jedi, we got we got Force Awakens, Rogue One, and Last Jedi back to back to back. And as you can tell, all of those are pretty high, higher than Return of the Jedi. Talking about even that moment I mentioned earlier, like that moment in time where like it was almost the best time to be like i said between force awakens and last jedi the best time to be a star wars fan that was this came too this was kind of just like the icing (laughs) like the cherry on top of that moment of like fun speculation this was kind of like the end to it so number one jack is obviously empire yeah uh real quick i'm just gonna say this comparison thomas said that revenge of the sith uh, uh slapped rogue one fucking rocks like I, that, that's just what I, that's the word I think of when I think of Rogue One, it just fucking rocks. It just, it, like I was studying for my psych midterm, <laughs> it, my uh, junior year of high school, it like waiting in line to get into the movie. And <laughs> I remember I, I kind of had that on my brain when the movie started, I was like, Oh God, I'm so nervous. There's so much to remember. And then when the movie started, I was like, Oh my fucking God. Like I don't, I don't have a psych midterm tomorrow. Screw that thing. I didn't give a shit and I didn't give a shit after. And I still got a 90 on it. So, you know, what do you know? Um, yeah. Number one is the empire strikes back. Uh, not, not even really close looking at the aggregate score. Um, uh, let me see. Klein and David had this at number one and both me and Thomas have this at number two. So, I mean, look, it's the empire strikes back. I I don't, I don't know what else we can add. Uh, I'm sure enough, but this movie, it's funny. It was my least favorite growing up when I was a kid because reasons. I actually don't know why, but it, it was right about like 14 years old. I was like, this movie is phenomenal. Like just yeah. looking at it. And I always, whenever I think of Empire Strikes Back, I think of that shot of like the silhouette of Vader with his red lightsaber and Luke with his blue one in that weird little room where they uh, put um, Han and Carbonite. I was like, oh my fucking God, this movie 
Um, and of course, it has the biggest reveal and probably one of the biggest reveals in movie history. I think Citizen Kane has number one, but uh, I Am Your Father. Like, yeah. it's just classic. This is the movie uh, you think of Star Wars, you think of this one. It, it's it's cla- it's as classic number as it gets. Two to Citizen yeah, I, Kane. And I, one thing, it's funny you mentioned how it was you didn't like it at first. Um, I, or sorry, Return of the Jedi was my favorite growing up. It, I it was like that yeah. is my favorite Star Wars movie. I was a sucker for a happy ending, like when I was a kid. And then I like same exact idea. You become a teenager, you kind of have a different point of view. You rewatch, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, this one is the best. Like Empire, yeah. and now I still go back and forth personally because um, I love Return of the Jedi. Like I love how it ends. The story, it's beautiful. But this movie, to me, I have it at number one because. I don't have any, I don't think I have any critiques about it. Like, I don't think there's anything I would do differently in the movie. I don't think there's anything about it where I'm like, that could be better. That could be a little, I don't, I don't like that part. Like even in Return of the Jedi, like Han, like Harrison Ford's a little funky in this one. (laughs) You know, I got some moments of that where I'm like, Harrison Ford's kind of acting a little goofy. In Empire, it's, Everything is just like it's like it met in this perfect moment. Like, I think it's just like perfection. The story, where we start, where we go, every th- speaking of a deep dive in the force, this is mine compared to Last Jedi. This is the force movie, right? Dagobah, just Luke and Yoda. All those scenes are absolutely gold, like their interactions, and uh, it, it's. Uh, I don't have much to say because, like I said, I don't have many critiques. It, it's my favorite Star Wars movie. I think it's just the best Star Wars movie. And it all kind of culminates with, you know, No, I Am Your Father, um, which is the biggest Mandela effect, I think, ever. <laughs> yep. People think it's Luke, I Am Your Father. Um, but it's it's just, to me, it's just perfect. And the way it ends is also, it's more hopeful, though, than Revenge of the Sith. There's a little more hope to it, you know, like Leia and Luke are still together. And yeah, I don't know. I I don't have any critiques for this one. I will say I do have one little critique and it is so little that this movie is still a perfect film. Leia and Luke kissing. That's a good one. That's a good one. It's my only critique. I love, I do. I think it's a certain point of view. I haven't dove into the empire one. But they dive into how her immediate thought is, oh, I was like kissing my brother. I'm never doing that again. And I'm like, beautiful. I just need that little nugget to feel a lot less weird about it. But even as a I, – I was in the same boat as both of you. I didn't like it as much. For me, it was the snakes on Dagobah. Scared the shit out of me. Did not like it. Yeah. But, Isn't it weird that they have like on Dagobah, they have like real like earth reptiles? <laughs> Yeah, isn't it weird that yeah. Luke, that Mark Hamill had to crawl around a three foot set with snakes everywhere? <laughs> it scares me to think, think about that. That's what I heard too. Yeah, I went to the dark side real fast and slammed that snake down the ground and murdered Wait. it. What did I see recently where someone got bit and just beat it to death in anger? And it's like, God, and then they eat it. Yeah, I don't know God. what the heck it was. Oh, what? it was it was our flag means death, David. I had a question. So in this movie, it might have the two best like lines of dialogue ever. First off, um, no, I am your father. That moment. Is that better? Or is I love you? I know 
Oh, see, I thought you were going do or do not. There is no try. That's another one. That's, That's another one. one. I would say I, I love you. I know because it was improv by uh, Harrison Ford. That's why I'll go with that yeah. one. I am also going Han Solo. <laughs> another good one from that movie is the um. There is there is another. There's been uh, what does he say? Yes. Not there's been yes. an awakening because no, that's from no. Force Awakens, but it's he no, says no, something there, very similar. No, to that. There there's another. another. Our last hope. Yeah. No, there is another. Yeah, when Obi Wan and weird. Yoda are talking. That's another complaint. Why does Obi Wan act like he's the only hope? Doesn't make sense. Uh, Shouldn't he sense Leia? To, he is, does, Thomas. But they got into this in one of the canon books. Yoda was the one who wanted to train Leia in. Obi-Wan was the one who wanted to train Luke. So in Obi-Wan's point of view, he's like, that wow. boy was our last hope. Cause that's, I don't know. He saw the hope in Luke. Cause she hasn't, cause she hasn't Yoda, been trained. Yeah, exactly. They fixed I got this, you. obviously. I mean, this came later, but it was like, Yoda's like, right. uh, cool. no motherfucker. Remember Leia, his sister. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Just because you do not want to train the girl does not mean she has no hope. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Uh, I want to empire is, is genuinely perfect. And I, I can find more flaws, genuine film flaws in rogue one than I can in empire. And that's because I can't find a single damn one. And I just want to say that the aggression invader trying to kill his own son is amazing. And then when he actually gets hit and you hear him roar, like I never appreciated that. As a kid, I'm like, wow, he's like really going after them. Like, cool, Luke. And then I watch it now and I'm like, Anakin Skywalker is trying to kill his son and he knows it's his son. He's kind of like, messing with him, though. Fucking care. He's got he's he never uses he's very hands. much messing with him. He he's never uses very both hands. Much, he's it's always one hand. Ooh, not true. There is a couple points where he does grab both and comes down swinging well, hard. Yeah, that's yeah. the aggression point. Like, it's near the very end, Luke. right before. He's messing with him up to that yeah. point, and he gets aggressive at that end. Yeah, yeah. And then when he gets hit, that's when he, yeah. that's when he like, gets the shot. He's yeah, like, right, and he cuts his hand off. Right, right. Love that. What a you know. I had tough love too growing up. I didn't lose a hand, but I could. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> imagine. Um, so. <laughs> 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 like surprise <laughs> surprise i ain't got no hand uh, you ain't got no hand lieutenant dan um wow so uh my only real question is uh if 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 we added in the disney plus and i don't need like a deep dive how hard would it be for everyone to add those into your rankings not hard for me um not i don't know i have yeah. most of them in there already wait it would so just be what, a matter Ma of mando mando and boba are we adding like clone wars in there i mean if we want david to be involved no <laughs> 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 but i want to be i mean even just doing live action i know where book of boba fett can fit easily i have no uh, fucking idea where mando sits. I, I know where everything goes for my list because i made this uh a few yeah, weeks ago i could I think. figure out i could figure out where mando and stuff went vision number one i don't i don't yeah, love if we add animation it'll be so fucking hard dude 
Yeah, I don't know. Really? I like I mentioned this to you guys before. Like, I don't love comparing even live action like shows and movies because even just like Mandalorian, I'm looking at this. I'm like, dude, I have no, I, I have no idea. Like, wow. so it would be difficult. I know exactly. Mandalorian, I think would I think would slot no for idea. me. Like, it would be. It's still happening. Like I don't even know. It's, I would think it is better for me than episode three, but sure. not as good as Force Awakens. In my ranking. Okay. See, I'm like, I, I don't know. I got I so much. So that's like, everything, guys, if you want me that's to. like eight. See, mine might can be. I, can I, I just think, like give you my yeah. list real quick with everything yeah. in there? Sure. Because I have it. Yeah. All right. So Empire Strikes Back or uh, Return of the Jedi number one. Empire two. Number three is Star Wars Rebels. Uh, number four is Star Wars The Clone Wars. Number five is Rogue One. And then number six is the Mandalorian, and then seven is a New Hope, and then so wow. on. And then I, I mean, like I have Bad Batch and Book of Boba lower on the list, uh, but those are the big ones up top. I love that shit. I like how Mando and Rogue One are set there right near each other. In the end of both of those, the last things we saw was a Skywalker slaying some motherfuckers down a hallway. Perfection. <laughs> <laughs> Well, technically, actually, um, the last thing we saw uh, of the Mando was whatever the last shot of Book of Boba Fett was, because that was Mando yeah. season 2.5. No, 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 no. Different branding, different trailers, <laughs> different, different, different uh, creative staff. Let's be let's there was a there was an extra human there. Um, we're going to do a really brief version of Rebel Report only because we we've mentioned Back to the Future. Um, my favorite Back to the Future quote of all time is you're not thinking fourth dimensionally and son of a bitch would you know it Christopher Lloyd is joining the Star Wars universe this comes from uh, well a lot of places the Hollywood Reporter now that my eyes have cleared the Hollywood Reporter has revealed that actor Christopher Lloyd has joined the cast of the Mandalorian season 3 obviously he is best known for his role as Dr. Emmett Brown in Back to the Future films I would also argue Professor Plum from Clue 1985 but you know I'll, I'll stop here <laughs> he is said to be playing a special guest role though details are scarce question for everyone who is Lloyd playing Yoda. God damn it, David. <laughs> I bet you he could actually do a pretty good Yoda voice. Uh, oh, yeah, I would love I, to hear it. I you think would. he's playing a mad scientist in, uh, Imperial. Like, that is somehow involved in Grogu's midichlorian shit. And he's going to have the hair and he's going to be talking like Back to the Future, but he's an Imperial. I think he's um, a voice of a droid, honestly. Oh, yeah. I want Damn, it to be the internal be monologue of Baby Yoda. See that? So, that's so on the same I, wavelength that I first guess. Like, had, they, like they zoom I, in on Baby Yoda's face one episode. And he's just looking around. Right, Scott. Voice. You can hear <laughs> this head. How I got here, Marty. <laughs> You're not Marty. <laughs> um, I I also was kind of on the same path as Jack. I my first thought was he's a cloner. Oh, he must be one of them cloners. Um, but also, I have seen a lot of tweets about what if he's the voice of Grogu, and I'm not opposed. Like, I I'm hoping it's more of like... Apple. That's I, such a on, meme. I don't mean, 
<laughs> it is such a meme. Such a meme. <laughs> Listen, if hold on, if Vin make Diesel, him, make him I, I love winning hey, Star you know Wars. What? If that's the case, <laughs> I got you. Hold on, if Vin Diesel can be Groot and Baby Groot with a little bit of technology, then Christopher Lloyd can voice Baby Grogu and Adult Grogu when they do the sequel trilogy, and he's helping train with Ray. Is Christopher Lloyd really our top choice for? <laughs> <laughs> is that what they're bringing him voice? in no is that what they're bringing old doc point. brown in the voice grogu is that what we really think thomas man this is well, heavy if i had my pick it'd be d bradley baker but <laughs> huh? yeah um gentlemen that was the news folks if you were a fan of this uh, entire news sequence, it's really long. I'm so sorry. Uh, check your sources. We like to cite our sources. We got all of this news. Yeah, it's only one story. We'll move it to the rest of the next week. From the direct.com. That's right. The direct.com. You can find Reckless Rebels on Twitter at Reckless Rebels. All one word, no hyphens, no spaces. I meant Reckless Rebellion, but it's late here on this part of the galaxy um gentlemen any recommendations for the audience oh i'm sorry where can everyone find you on social media i know jack has recommendations though we forgot about it yes or no actually it was in the post credits jack do you have any recommendations and where people can find you uh yeah you can find me on twitter at jack Pews, all one word p-u-e-s uh my recommendation is harry styles just announced his new album coming out oh, may 20th no. called Harry's is that House. what it is yes that it's an no. album oh it's an album Harry's I house, didn't realize May that. 20th, book the date. I am oh. going to be jamming to that. I'm going to be thinking about it every single minute of every single day until May 20th. I love Harry Styles so much. Also, I just rewatched Daredevil season one. Fuck, that show's so good. Yeah. Never seen it. No, climb. What the fuck? Climb. No, hey, no, no, you guys will you be have to. You guys will be happy to know I started Peacemaker today. Let's go! Fine. Please stop watching that and please watch Daredevil. Like, you will love Daredevil. Okay, we'll finish that and please watch Daredevil. You will love Daredevil, Klein. Trust me. You want another hot take, David? I like Peacemaker more than Daredevil. (gasps) Whoa, okay. I I do. Listen, it's, it's a type of... It's my favorite genre is what it is. That's why. That's That's fair okay that's why um david where can everyone find you on social media and your recommendation uh you guys can find me at david thompson with two a's in the david on twitter um my recommendation oh boy um, honestly jacks that, that 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 recommendation recommendation was directly for me because i now can't wait for that i didn't know he was coming out with an album i didn't realize that was an album i'm so excited now um I don't know if I really have a recommendation. I have not been watching much. I'm trying to think of anything I've been watching. Um, I have, I've started so many shows. Oh, I would say if you haven't seen the show, I saw the Jujutsu Kaisen anime movie. Um, it's I saw a, I saw season one, but it's a prequel. Go check that out. The fight scenes are really cool to see on the big screen, like exclusively. Even if you don't really care about like the story, the fight scenes are really freaking cool to see on the big screen compared to like how you normally watch anime on like the small screen. Um, so I'd go check that out. It's only like an hour, 30, hour, 45 minute movie. It kind of feels like four anime, like it feels like four manga chapters just in a, as a movie, or like four anime episodes, like just spliced together. So that aspect I didn't love about it and feel like a proper movie in some ways. 
Um, but it's a good time. It's a prequel. Even if you haven't seen the show, you could start there and then watch the show, the first season of the show. So it's a good jumping off point. It's 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 pretty good. The fight scenes are really, really cool. Klein. Uh, you can find me everywhere at the Klein Felt. It's K-L-E-I-N-F-E-L-T with a the in front of it. Uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Recommendations, boys. Get your keys out. Put them into the ignition. F1 season F1, is back. Uh... Um, I just watched, or I just watched the most recent se- season of Drive to Survive on Netflix. If you have not checked it out, check it out. I've never had any interest in F1 before. I watched this series, and now, like the F1 season started last week, and I watched my first race live. Like I'm in. I have my favorite races, racers. I have my favorite teams, and I am like. It's the personalities. The reason I love the NBA and stuff like that is because the personalities and it's like a watching my own soap opera and F1 is just like that, just with really, really fast race cars. And so that's really good. Also go watch Turning Red. Uh, I think Jack mentioned oh, that last it. week. Oh, uh, Turning movie. Red is Turning Red is very good. And I will preemptively recommend, even though I haven't seen it yet, but it comes out this week. The Olivia Rodrigo documentary is coming out on Disney Plus, Jack. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm going to be there birthday. on day one. You're goddamn right. That's yeah, going to comes be good. out on Friday, including new arrangements of songs from the album, including a like punk rock version of Jealousy, Jealousy, which I am, oh, I'm totally here for. I can't wait. Uh, yeah. yeah. Also, Morbius is next week, guys. <laughs> it's coming. Oh <laughs> shit! Really? April first. April Fools. Wow. It doesn't exist. Wow, that's impressive. Have you? Uh, okay, can 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 we just? I just need to ask this question. Have you guys heard the rumors that apparently Michael Keaton is in the post-credit scene of that movie, and that's it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I have seen it's all so the rumors dumb, for the bro. movie. It's. I have not movie. seen that. It's hilarious. Also, Matt Smith doesn't really know who he's playing, and the movie's done. Yeah, that's what I heard too. I read yeah. that and went, "That's a bad sign." It's been like three I, years since they filmed it. <laughs> well, I tweeted today. Okay, I was listening to a podcast this week, and they said, "Are you ready for this?" The first Morbius trailer came out before No Way Home started filming. Yeah, it did. Wow. Correct, Amundo. Significantly that, before it started filming. Significantly. Yeah, like six months. Yeah. So why do I care about this movie? Guess what? I don't. Fun fact. So a quick other plug is so for Cinema Spending, my other podcast, you guys go check out the episode that's going to drop the morning of the 28th on Monday. Um, the interview I'm having, the guest that you will see who it is soon. Um, he has a surprising prediction for that movie at the box office. So that's just a little tease, which I, it, it surprised me talking to him, but yeah, it should be interesting. I'm going to check it out. Probably opening day. I'm not going to lie. I'm a, I, I'm a sucker. I'm there's roping me right in. I'm sure I will see that movie before I see turning red and I'm sorry. What? Okay. So you're going to go oh. on April 1st to the movie wow. theater and see that and not Sonic the Hedgehog too. That amazes no, me. It doesn't open up the same weekend. I think and it I will does. also be there March 31st. <laughs> um, no, it doesn't. Sonic's the next week. Oh, never Spoiler mind, alert for cinema spending. It's me. I'm on the podcast. They're making a billion. <laughs> Let's go, Morbius. Woo, woo, woo. Let's go, Morbius. Share. Exactly. Uh, you, you can find me on Twitter at TC Rochester Act. My recommendation is my boys' podcast, Decline Felt. 
along with Tom, Drew, and Lauren. Uh, Rouse, like house. Rouse. Okay. Rouse, like Thank house. I, I was going to say Rose because I don't remember how to spell good. Uh, Rouse, do Controller Club, a podcast about all things in the video game world. They've got. We have two episodes. We'll have a third episode coming out this week. This week, we are taking a dive into the game Journey, which turns 10 years old this week. We are, we're doing like a monthly book club over there. So we're like picking a game and then doing like a monthly hour-long discussion on it. So That's cool. we're going to be doing that on Saturday. So look for that in your podcast feeds. It's Controller Club everywhere. Yes. And my other one is, of course, Cinema Spending by the one, the only Clark Kent. I mean, David Thompson, mm. uh, he just plugged it. So there's nothing I can say other than that's right. Morbius 1 billion. I said it. Been there, done that. <laughs> Have the receipt. Been there, it's done that. The it are, it's going to come out. Use the world April between 1st. worlds, baby. Yeah. <laughs> the trailers. I, I was thinking about this. What? What? If, if next week comes out or happens and the Morbius, like, review embargo okay yeah at this point we don't know okay that's true it's true (laughs) the state of the world but like imagine the field day that twitter will have if that movie's good like what if it comes out and all the reviews are like glowing like this is incredible jared leto is transcendent as morbius and 43 percent on uh (laughs) critically but like 98 percent audience everyone just loves it it's i think it's uh, by the way i think the runtime is like 140 Nice and quick. What? Oh, I thought nice. it was. I thought it was less than that. I, I thought it was nice like, and yeah. Sony in and out, man. Just cutting everything they possibly can. Just trimming the fat, baby. Jesus. <laughs> Speaking of trimming the fat, we're pushing two and a half hours encroachment. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, we have reached the end of this episode. Remember, the force is your ally, and a powerful ally it is. We've spoken. Get some twin sunlight and stay hydrated because this was podcasting. Yippee! Tastes like strawberries on a summer evening. And it sounds just like a song. I want your belly and that summer feeling. I don't know if I could ever go without watermelon sugar. Happy birthday. You made it. One years old. Congratulations. Pretty soon it'll be walking and talking. It'll be going to college. You'll have to say goodbye to it. The wife will get up and leave when it's gone. (laughs) You'll slowly descend into a horrible drinking trough. Oh my God. (laughs) Then one rainy Tuesday night, you'll be be driving home from the bar like Nate's dad in season two of Euphoria. Listening to NXS, you'll be drunk out of your hooch and you'll be going along and bang, tree, and you'll die tragically and when you go to the funeral i well you're gonna be the only one at the funeral because you'll be the only body of everyone you've ever loved there you turn them away you you turn them against you and they're gone now and so it's just you it's just the body in the corners there and 
It's really upsetting. Happy birthday. We don't need to worry about that yet. <laughs> we got another at least 18 years. He just kept going. Yeah. That, so I that can't make cut? do anything but put that in the fucking post credits. <laughs> <laughs>